But I do have a news link here. This might be fun. Tampa woman arrested for allegedly uh, making a bomb in Walmart. Now, this is fun. I didn't know you could do that at Walmart. I didn't know you could make bombs at Walmart, but I guess you can. And so hmm. we're going we're gonna to see if we all can make bombs at Walmart. Learn how on uh, tonight's episode. Let's see here. Tampa. Let's see here. Where is it at? Where's it at, Joe? Where'd I put it? <laughs> Fuck if I know. Oh, okay. That was like a that was a clip I had. I thought there was video here. Oh, there is video. Here we go. Bars this morning accused of making a bomb at a Bay Area Walmart. Strange story. 37-year-old Emily Stollard is facing several charges. Hillsborough County deputies say the security guard at the Walmart on East Fletcher noticed the woman wandering aimlessly through the aisles for more than an hour with a small child. She was opening odd items before an off-duty FWC officer and a security guard managed to stop her from lighting the wick. This shows how important it is that if you see something that's out of place, say something to someone because your actions and what you saw could really make the huge difference like it did in this case. Emily Stollard is due in court later this week. This is what I want. This is what I need. I didn't know you you could make bombs at Walmart. That's incredible. I'd like to know what this... So uh, uh, apparently... All you got to do is go into the cleaning aisle and the laundry aisle and mix some... Keeping bleach and was you know posting various things local boat ramps sorry they're playing you're they're, good they're, go ahead do they, they, they continue to play a different video after i played that one so oh, okay you I don't want to know about the boat ramps i don't i well i don't want to know about the boat I ramps kind of want to know about the boat ramps at this point uh let me bring that story back open let's <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with the boat ramps i'm kind yeah, of what is happening with the boat ramps yeah Hit me with some boat ramp. Is there something that I need to know about boat ramps? Like, I have the article open, but it's not playing the boat ramp. It's just not. Sorry, Joe. Cratchit has an alternate story. He put it in the carrot shop. An alternate story? Yeah, it's it's not an alternate on that story. Is it from the J.J. Abrams universe? It's not even that. No, it's just like, get the fuck away from all of this bullshit before we leave. Okay, so it's bullshit. Kansas man requests trial by combat with sword to settle custody battle with ex-wife. Well, <laughs> what do you think? We're gonna find out. I'm gonna play this clip. There's an actual uh, clip with this. Uh, is this legal? Is he allowed to do this? I, I wonder. Hope if, so. I wonder if this is <laughs> somewhere in the, somewhere in the Mayflower Compact. This is still legal. It's going to be better than the Democratic debate or The Bachelor, I can guarantee. I don't know about that, Joe. Don't. We can all thank Game of Thrones for bringing attention to the phrase trial by combat. I've seen the television show and read the books. That's what Paola's oh David God. Ostrom had in mind when we can all thank he submitted Game of these court filings in Iowa to- over a protracted child custody and money battle. The attention grabber? Petitioner demands the court sanction trial by combat to resolve these disputes. Nice. I'm not interested in physically causing harm to anyone. He says he's not violent or crazy, but frustrated by what he considers a system that in some counties, specifically in his case, he says, is stacked against men when it comes to issues of custody and financial support. They've tried to ignore me, not address equal custody, and I think this puts a spotlight on them. The Crown has decided 
that from this day forward, trial by combat will be forbidden throughout the Seven Kingdoms. The approach was eventually outlawed in the fictional TV show, but no such explicit prohibition exists in the United States, which was part of Ostrom's argument. His ex's lawyer responded in court that, quote, just because the U.S. and Iowa constitutions do not specifically prohibit battling another person with a deadly katana sword... That's the weapon Ostrom suggested. It does prohibit (laughs) a a court sitting in equity from ordering same. The lawyer then asked that Ostrom lose visitation rights and submit to a psychiatric evaluation. Ostrom says he knows the whole thing is ridiculous and absurd, and that's the point. I've kind of run out of options, and no one pays attention. You got trial by combat. That's your last option. A hardship on myself and my children. He's got attention now, more widespread than he wanted, but heck, he says, he'll take it if it opens up the conversation about co-parenting, in his case and others. I'll break you in half like a little toothpick. Yeah, maybe he should invite his wife, his ex-wife, to a ladder match. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, ladder match. <laughs> Let's do it. Ladder match in a cage. On a WWE Raw, Monday Night Raw ladder match to battle for the custody of the child. And then we'll do a barbed wire match. <laughs> I'd be real pissed off. Of course you would, Hulk. Yes, he would be. You should have fought your ex-wife for that, Hulk. <laughs> Who needs lawyers? Just get in the ring. Yeah. I'll break you in half like a little toothpick. Yeah, you could have saved a lot of money. Probably be worth $50 million now had you done it that way. And it's very specific. The, the guy in the, in the clip, he's very specific about a katana sword. He wants to use a katana, not like a bastard sword or a claymore or like some sort of like stiletto kind of like little thing. He wants a, a Japanese-style katana blade. Very specific. I think that's fair. It's a, it's a very simple blade. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure the katana is a straight blade. It's, it's not a straight, but it's curved. It's curved. No, I thought the samurai. Oh, it's slightly curved. Yes, yeah. you are correct. Yeah. Slightly curved. Yes, if, but but it's it's straight-ish. I would I would hope that if I was to, to get into combat uh, and it had to be settled by a sword, I'd pick myself a, a scimitar, a curved Middle Eastern blade. Hopefully, it would be plus five, maybe flaming, depending on what level that magic sword is. <laughs> and I would uh, hopefully it would elevate my dexterity, so I'd have like a, a lower armor class. So Jesus, my, I yeah. almost want to get divorced just to do this. <laughs> this sounds fun. Trial by combat, sweetheart. Yeah. Don't it's worry. A, if you we, if you survive, we can get remarried. <laughs> there you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a that's that's a fun story, Cratchit. Got any other fun, fun story. stories over there? I do have a, I do have a video over here. Uh, parents upset with uh, St. Louis school after students submit anonymous sex education questions. Oh, that might be fun. Um, sex, did, did, you, did you have sex ed in in school? Oh Joe? my god, it was yes. It's sex ed in my school. I don't know how it was for you. It was like you're gonna get AIDS and die. Like basically, that was sex ed. It's like. Here, you should wear condoms, but you're probably just going to get all these diseases like trichomoniasis. Who's talking about trichomoniasis and why do I know this term? Here's what they taught me in sex ed class in seventh grade. One day you're going to be 80. You're going to be in some nursing home sucking off Klingons to try to get to Rigel 3 and use a condom. That's all they told me. You're going to be 80 and some some Romulan is going to be using your mouth like a toilet. So You'll just, be babbling about a migrant crisis <laughs> from Romulan. 
So just count your lucky stars. You, you just want to get to Rigel 3. <laughs> That's all you want. And you're just sucking up Klingons to get there. <laughs> Next thing you know, some dumb android's only got a head, and he's sucking off Klingons too with you. It's quite the story. Make sure you wear a condom, kids. Five tonight questions and answers at one area preparatory academy. Really alarming parents. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Claire Kellett. And I'm Corey Stark. We do want to warn you, some Five of the discussions are very and sexual, and that's why parents say 7th and 8th graders shouldn't be exposed. News Force Justin Andrews is live tonight getting answers from the school. Giving me a number. Yeah, school leaders right behind these doors tell me this was not an assignment. Still, parents off camera tell me they don't care what it was. Their kid was exposed. How has this become the new normal for this to be okay to be taught to our kids in school? Roxanne Taylor is a relative of a parent whose child goes to Lafayette Preparatory Academy. She's uh -huh. also a mother. They don't need to know this that soon. It, the world is over-sexualized already. This is the email 7th and 8th grade teachers sent out to parents letting them know what topics will be discussed in class. One of the questions, if a woman has sex with two men in the same time period and becomes pregnant, does the baby have traits of both men? Parents say the... I think that's a good question. This is like an SAT test question. I mean, I, I would kind of like to know the answer to that. Like, yeah. uh... If you have sex with two men in the same time period, does the DNA fuse to create a hybrid three-person baby, a super baby, if you will? No, my sex ed class uh -huh. said the first sperm wins. First sperm wins. Well, not in Bernie Sanders' America. <laughs> These questions are too graphic by nature. However, the school says this is not an assignment or a test. These are actually questions students submit anonymously and teachers propose answers. It is a developmentally appropriate curriculum and generally the questions are developmentally appropriate. These are the things that kids are hearing about yes. and seeing and so we want to give them objective, matter-of-fact answers to the questions they have. Susan Marino was the executive director of the kindergarten through eighth grade public charter school in Lafayette Square. She says the whole school has a curriculum called OWL, Our Whole Lives. Oh. It's one that explores human development through the lens of changing bodies, growing up, and sexual health. Our wide Topics legs, are sent baby. to parents the day before the class conversations so it can be talked about at home and before school. Susan says all parents are given out a layout of the curriculum, including topics during enrollment, and parents have the option to not let their child be in the classroom while these topics are I kind of want to know, what are some of the other questions? Like, that, that first question was really good. Yeah, I want to hear them. What are some of the other awesome questions? Maybe I'll, I'll have to continue on. we got, like, another few, few seconds. Discussed. It's purposely built to be inclusive of all human diversity, and so it does include information about uh, humans from all backgrounds. Meanwhile, Roxanne says parents likely don't know just how in-depth these classroom conversations will be. These were very intimate topics that were talked about and should be discussed between a parent and a child or aunt or uncle, whomever is taking care of the child. I feel like they stripped that away from the parent to be able to have these intimate conversations. Right. All right, so some people want to know what goes too far. Are there any topics that these students want to discuss that draws the line? Giving well, me I a number. To the executive director, and she tells me all the questions that these students submit are considered, quote, developmentally appropriate and are indeed reflective of this specialized curriculum. We're live in Lafayette Square tonight. I'm Justin Andrews, News 4. I feel like what I didn't learn anything. On? Yeah, I didn't learn anything.
Just that, hey, and, and what's going to be great is when, you know, we know that yeah, most people, hopefully, hopefully most people know. Leftists run the media. They're embedded in government. You could see it from the stuff that's come out around Stroke huh. and Page and all this stuff. Like, they're approving the curriculum. I know Texas has had some battles with other states to approve the government-sanctioned curriculum. Like, that shouldn't scare you. Like, and all this stuff about women, you know, are, or men can have babies, you know, it's not uh, like they're going to be teaching all this wild shit. And it's just like, <sighs> no, no. Well, let's thank ask. you. Uh, computer, can men have babies? No, men are not able to give birth. See, Jeff Bezos doesn't think we can do that. No. Are you sure? Because I kind of want to know for sure. All right. Uh, Hello, computer. Not answering back. Doesn't like to be interrogated like that. No. You have to waterboard that thing. I I try to. I shower with it every day, and it doesn't seem to be working. Just picking up more details about me. I think it's, I think that's our time, Joe. Do you know? You got any other stories you want to get to? I mean, like I I would yeah. I just I think it is our time, and I did encourage people who are interested in the show if they haven't already joined the discord or the slack it's all happening in there and a lot oh. of the news stories that the fans find and the listeners find i mean some of them aren't aren't fans they hate us but they yes. just want to check in yeah. um but a lot of the stuff they find is exactly what we would want to talk about on the show we just fill it with too many sound drops and uh dumb commentary that we can't get to it all yeah that's right crazy. oh Different words, different sounds than I was uh, trying to convey, but okay. A couple more headlines Uh, here. School fired me over a $20 Christmas candy misunderstanding, custodian said. Oh, that's a nice little vowel rhyme. Yeah. A woman allegedly laced husband's beer with laxatives to make him quit drinking. You ever do this? You ever do this, Joe? You ever like uh, drug yourself so you can start shitting so you stop drinking? I, I that does not sound pleasant. You ever do this, people? You ever lace <laughs> your uh, loved ones' uh, beer and alcohol with laxatives so they start violently shitting everywhere as soon as they take a <laughs> sip of alcohol? You ever do that? <laughs> no, nope. Can't say I remember doing uh, that. Tear of her husband's uh, tiring of her uh, husband's drinking habit. A Mexican woman decided to make him think that he had become allergic to booze by lacing his beers with a natural laxatives, with natural laxative like castor oil and plum extract. Oh, God. After consulting various Internet pages and forums, Michael N., a, uh, a young woman from Sinaloa, devised a plan. No, I'm sorry, Michelle N., uh, devised a plan to make her husband, Jose, quit drinking. She managed to get a hold of a mixture of castor oil and plum extract and started putting a few drops into his beer bottles to achieve a mild, gradual laxative effect. Jose later told police that he found it a bit strange when his wife offered to pop open his beer and bring it to him whenever he needed one. Yeah. But he simply let, uh, but he simply was like, let himself be, Loved and pampered. Okay, that's a trick. Be, 
if your wife wasn't bringing you beers and alcohol before, and now all of a sudden she's volunteering to do so, exactly. that's a red flag. Yes. You got to warn people. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do, Alex. We're all getting killed here. I guess so, through laxatives. Uh, as the natural laxatives started working their magic on Jose's, on Jose's bowels, his wife tried to convince him that the diarrhea was a sign of an allergy, most likely, to, most likely uh, allergic reaction to alcohol. But the man didn't let him be didn't, didn't let himself be scared into quitting his beer habit. See, Joe, this is a real drinker. Not yeah. even like the possibility of shitting yourself. Uh, due to alcohol is going to stop this guy from drinking. No. no way. In fact, I actually probably should drink more since I'm spending so much time on the toilet yeah. and I'm miserable. Yeah. You are such a rascal. You are a rat. You're, you're a toilet rascal. Uh, he even jokingly told Michelle that the bathroom was a short distance away, so there's no problem. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, honey, don't worry about me. I can drink and shit at the same time. Oh man, Why that makes go- me. That reminds me of when I had an endoscopy or whatever the fuck it is, the colonoscopy. Have yeah. you ever had one of these? Uh, no, not yet. Okay, so like I had an ulcer, and they were trying to look for some gut issues and stuff. And so they give you this like chalky drink that you literally have to drink constantly all night, and then you just spend the entire evening on the toilet shitting everything out of your body so that they can get the camera up your ass. Oh my god. Disgusting. I, I that's that's not what I want. That's not what I would. That's I don't want that. I think. I, I mean, I think when you get older, I, these are not uncommon. I'm pretty sure my mom just had another one. I I probably will have one at some point in time. But People want to look inside your butt. It is it is it is very popular. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> you got a ring doorbell in there. In the, <laughs> might be cheaper than getting uh, something to shoved up your ass for by there a doctor. Yeah. So there you go. Questions, uh, uh, questions about the cause of his diarrhea. The man reported reported it to doctors, and so uh, they are placing the woman uh, under arrest, and she most likely will be facing charges due to her poisoning her husband. Mm. That's well, she, that's a little wild. But so he must have pressed charges against him. Not unless it's a federal crime. I don't know how the 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 the, the laws work down there. Like no, here here in America, if it's like some sort do. of like a, a like assault, you could say I'm not pressing charges. But maybe once it's escalated to a certain level, there could be like a federal charge where no matter if you press charges or not, the state itself can press charges against you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you could get that crazy. Uh, here's another crazy headline here. Man claims his dad cooked his fleshlight sex toy, believing it to be vegan meat. What? Yeah. Kabunga! Kabunga! Kona! All right. All right. Let's, let's take a look at this one, Joe. It seems like a, a fake article or fake news story, because who would... This comes from the Daily Star. Man claims his dad cooked fleshlight sex toy, believing it to be vegan meat. An Irishman, aye, laddie, an Irishman has claimed that his dad cooked up a sex toy in a shocking tweet, which has people questioning if it's real. Aye, laddie, I'm going to cook me up a fleshlight, aye. And then I'm going to kiss <laughs> me a... I'm, aye, laddie, aye. 
That flashlight looks awfully tasty. Let me cook it up here on the There's Blarney Stone. There's nothing believable about this. There's nothing believable about this, but I, what the hell do I know? The Dublin man, known as Callum O'Dunn, shared a photo of his shared a photo to his 4,000 followers yesterday, yesterday evening, which quickly went viral. Callum, under, the, uh, under his uh, Twitter handle, posted two photos of a text conversation between himself and his mom. In one photo is a plate with his dad's dinner on top of it. The plate contains roasted potatoes, shredded red cabbage, and what looks like uh, to be a brown sauce, and a rudely shaped slice of meat. The second photo is a text supposedly sent from his uh, from the man's mom. Reads, Colm, is this one of your vegan meat things? Your dad cooked it up for lunch thinking it was, but it's like all rubber. Had to throw it out. Don't know how to eat that shit. Oh, my God. Colum, and so there you go. It, uh, he, they cooked up a fleshlight. A fleshlight is a brand of male sex toy consisting of a flesh-like material, which is then molded into a sleeve housed in a plastic outer casing, which is fashioned looked like a large. This plastic. is all dumb. I don't know they, where did he find the damn thing? Bullshit. That's he, I. This is I'd call it shenanigans. He said he put his fleshlight in the freezer to disinfect it, and my dad thought it was vegan meat, so he cooked it. How often do you put your fleshlight in the freezer, Joe? Uh, probably not often enough. This is Sorry, crazy. The, the bedroom has, the universe a, is this? has a smell to it. I don't know. It must be coming from that. Hold on. I'll run my... it through the dishwasher. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't own a fleshlight. But mm-hmm. if I did, I wouldn't put it in the freezer. That's, that's the kind of thing you'd like. You'd. And it, it's not going to disinfect it, putting it in the freezer. This is this has got to be BS. It's yeah, and it sounds very unsanitary. Yes, that was crazy. F your family. Yeah, f your family for cooking that fleshlight. If that's true. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, the goblin. Yeah, tell me it was goblin cock. Dad, you're eating <laughs> goblin cock. You're not supposed to do that. You're going to turn into one. You know that was a band at one point. Goblin cock. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The I like that from band. Pinback. Yeah, they're pretty good. I did like them quite a bit. And it was funny because you know when I first heard one, I'm like, "Hey, a Pinback side project." And then I was like, "Oh, I see." What you the did Goblin. <laughs> Who's Pinback? Pinback is the band that births uh, Goblin Cock, actually. Oh. And Pinback is probably one of my favorite bands of all time. Really, I don't know Pinback. Fabulous music, yeah. Very mellow. It's it's chill. There's some you know there's some up tempo stuff, but it's really it's like some of the best chill music for just putting on the background when you're working late in the office and you've got a whole b- bunch of people sitting around the room and you're all hustling on getting some. I, I a lot of times we would have a speaker at work and I would throw them on because it was very you know it, it was it was good, but it wasn't so big that you had to pay attention to it. Is this Goblin Cock? Yeah, this is Goblin Cock right here. Yeah. Put it on a little bit before we get out of here. All right. The Goblin. The Goblin. We'll probably get flagged on YouTube, but whatever. We are 100% demonetized everywhere. Yeah, they're pretty good. 
Yeah, it was sort of the more metal version of the pinbacks were like, or no, it was the more me- yeah, more metal than the pinback mellow. That's what I was trying to say. It's, it's got that stoner rock vibe, yeah, you know. It is pretty cool. Yeah. No, yeah, I dig it. The folks out there might like it. Yeah, they might like it. Check out Goblin Cock or Pinback or, or Pinback. Yeah, I'll have to check them out. They're they're new to me. I'll bring up in this headline. This is a good headline here. You people are going to love this. Gay Morden, meth, illegal artifacts, and Baby Yoda on date night couple hat. <laughs> this is what they're doing on date night. Meth, illegal artifacts, and Baby Yoda on date night. Yeah. This is couple what I want. Hat. This is what I need. Yeah. What? Yeah. So I'll, I'll put this, this is in Texas, too. Oh, uh, yeah. This is in Texas. It's never a dull day for Texas Parks and Wildlife Department game wardens. T, uh, TPWD chronicles the more, shall we say, unique calls wardens respond to in our state. One from April 9th news release uh, involves date night crystal meth, illegal digging, and baby Yoda. The Hayes County warden responded to a scene after receiving a photo from a game camera that showed a man and a woman trespassing. The couple was digging on an archaeological Native American burial site on the property, and the warden found them in a hole previously dug by other trespassers. Before the warden could say anything to either person, he said the man hastily stood up and said he wasn't digging for arrowheads at all and that he hates diggers. D-I-G-G-E-R. So that's some sort of like... Yeah, yeah. Racial. You don't want to replace that D with a knee. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you don't want to. You don't want to do that because he was saying some sort of like a uh, racist thing there, but he wasn't. So I I don't know what what he's getting at, but God whatever. Damn, I'm gonna say racist stuff. Uh, maybe it was Alex Jones <laughs> digging a hole. Who knows? Um, <laughs> it was in Texas. Yeah, yeah. It was later learned that the couple uh, were husband and wife. And that they were out on a date. Oh, wow. They're just out in the woods digging holes. Look at that. I mean, on that does sound like a really good date. This guy, <laughs> hey, honey, let's go out to the woods and dig ourselves a hole and then stand in the hole. What a good time. <laughs> this is great. This is what I want. This is what I need. Of course. <laughs> uh, the warden. So I guess, I guess well, I'm confused. I, the guy was like the, the, the game camera was on them and they must have known that they are being looked at because the guy stood up and said that. That, that, that stuff. So the couple was detained and placed into the warden's vehicle where the T, uh, TPWD says the man admitted that he had a glass pipe in his pocket used to smoke CBD oils. It was shaped like Baby Yoda, and it had a small, clear, white crystal uh, consistent, uh, consistent with the look of crystal meth. A recent purchase. Because you you know the baby Yoda thing is new. Yeah, the baby Yoda thing it, that is you're right. So this the baby Yoda uh, crystal meth pipe probably made in uh, late 2019, yeah, early 2020. So like the last last several months. I guess how much is a how much can we get a crystal meth baby Yoda pipe for? <laughs> hmm. I don't. Uh, I don't need a. I don't need a crystal meth. Uh, I, I don't. I just, just, just for uh, you know, just for you know, a, a novelty as a paperweight. 
the the warden went to speak with the woman and she said she had no idea they were on private property. The TPWD says that the couple walked past multiple no trespassing signs to get where they where the warden found them. Well, they're high on crystal meth and CBD. There's no way they could have read those signs. CBD doesn't get you high. It gets you so messed up. Dude, I I do CBD daily, twice. I'm not yeah. high. I mean, no. CBD doesn't get you high. We got to smoke some CBD. Crystal meth maybe getting you a little high. I've got to have some marijuana. Uh, after, after Warden finished talking with the woman, he returned to the front of his vehicle, and the Baby Yoda pipe was not there <laughs> where the Warden left oh, it. Oh, man, what <laughs> happened to it? Uh, it so... The warden asked. The oh, warden Chris, asked. He found a, Chris, he found a uh, baby Yoda pipe. There it is. Yeah. The warden asked the man if he knew where the pipe went, and the man replied he didn't know. So the guy had the woman in the car. He left all the paraphernalia on the hood of his car next to the the man. The, the cop comes back, and all the paraphernalia is gone. I mean, come on! Don't be so Oops. dense, cop. You know what's going on. What is going on? <laughs> The warden looked around and found the pipe broken in half in the middle of a fresh footprint a few feet away from the vehicle. <laughs> so the guy was destroying the evidence. Skullberger uh, Rocks said 75 bucks on Etsy. 75 bucks for a, a Yoda crack pipe? Yeah. All right. That's kind of what I want. This is what I need. <laughs> this is what I want. This is what I need. After further investigation, the warden saw freshly disturbed dirt and and the a small saw in the hole the couple was found in. The warden looked through the woman's purse and found several rubber gardening gloves, each with four Native American artifacts inside them. So these guys this whole were, story just is getting this crazier. Is insane. These guys yeah. are trespassing on private land, going to a Native American archaeological site, smoking meth out of a baby Yoda <laughs> crack pipe. And then smuggling these artifacts out in rubber gloves. I think right. I got the entire story there. Yeah, exactly. It, it just it gets crazier the more you read. This is insane. <laughs> so they were taken to San Mar- uh, San Marcos police took a, took the couple to Hayes County Jail. On the way to jail, the police said the man claimed that he had a CV. Then leaned forward against the partition in the patrol car and aggressively coughed. Towards the officers. Oh, so he's trying to do the COVID shit. Yeah, he's trying to do the uh, the crazy stuff. Both were charged with criminal trespass and antiquities code violation. Oh, that's a very rare uh, charge to be brought up with. Yeah, I never heard of that one. Antiquities <laughs> code <laughs> violation. That's right. Uh, this that's something like Indiana Jones gets charged with, <laughs> not some crack smoking. Uh, meth person. I want to be described as a uh, you know, dirt. What was yeah. it? The dirt, the dirt line. Uh, he earlier? said, uh, this guy uh, hates uh, diggers. D i g g e r. He hates uh, people yeah. who dig. Uh, excavators. Aren't we all kind of just dirt? Uh, well, we're made out of uh, the cosmos, which includes dirt, star material, stardust. Yeah, what a crazy story, Cratchit. That is a crazy. How did you find this one? This is insane. <laughs> I mean, it's Just great d- digging around, digging around for stuff. This is. I mean, it's a great story. Why do 
not sit here and explain to people how this is crazy. It is. Well, and 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 that's kind of the the objective. Um, it, it, it was basically it's like everybody's talking about this goddamn thing. This, uh, you know, it's like there's nothing else but COVID right now. Yeah. So finding other stories, but even this story this, gets this, into COVID because the guy has to cough on the police. And, and these are this is a story of a husband and wife dealing with quarantine and dealing with cabin fever. And the way they're getting over cabin fever is by smoking meth out of a crack or a Yoda crack pipe. <laughs> Uh, while going to a Native American burial ground. Which we all, you know, can relate we to. We all have done that. We've all yeah. started a, an archaeological dig while high on meth. We've all done <laughs> that, people, haven't we? It sounds like a good idea. It sounds like an adventure, that's for sure. Caller, you are on the air. Well, good morning. Good morning. My name's Tommy from Texas. Tommy from Texas. Good to have you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, I actually uh, emailed y'all in that article um, about the baby Yoda and uh, the couple uh, who actually is my sister. And wait, that's, <laughs> that's your sister that in the sister? article? Uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my lovely little sister. Oh my and, god, uh, her husband. <laughs> are they are are they meth smokers? Uh, oh, most definitely. Most definitely <laughs> meth. Okay. Oh my god. I'm not an accountant from China. What? Uh, so, does is this like a, a habit for them, or is this kind of like their wedding anniversary and just cutting loose? Yeah. Uh, well, the mess is more of an addiction. Yeah. Um, but okay. the uh, grave robbing is more of a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> they're just hobbyists. Okay, they're not professional grave robbers. Okay. No sir. No sir. So well, what I guess happened? They have made some sales. So yeah. What happened to them? Uh, my sister spent a night in jail and got released on personal recognizance, and then uh, her husband spent, I think, 10 or 14 days in, and then actually, I think, was just released because of the whole CV stuff. With what are the chances, jail. man? This is Pretty great. Right. So you, you do know he got uh, he got charged with uh, an antiquities code violation. Do you know what that carries? Is it just a fine? Uh, no, it's definitely jail time. This is this will be his second one. He oh, got boy. caught in Big Bend National Park stealing stuff. Was he? Did he also dig a hole there? Well. <laughs> I don't know if he dug a hole, uh, mm. but he got caught leaving the park with some plants and rocks and artifacts. Man, leaving uh, the Big Bend National Park. Is there big money in so. in selling these uh, artifacts? I think it's more of a. I think he keeps most of them. Uh, I was actually surprised to hear that they were selling them. Uh, he's always. They've always just been just into finding stuff. Um, you know. That's Digging, crazy. It's know. crazy that, like, yeah. one, okay, so sometimes when we read articles, they seem so bizarre that they seem fake. But then here, you're calling up, it's like, no, that's my sister who was caught in a hole smoking crack or meth or whatever. Yes, meth, come on now. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, there's a there's a difference. Yeah, yeah that would be disrespectful to crack. Yeah. Yeah, meth, meth, is, meth. Uh, meth is the, is, uh, crack is inner city, meth is out in the, out in the country. Yes, sir. How is that? Why is what? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. That's Thank you, man. What's, what's your name again? Yeah. <laughs> My name's Tommy. Tommy. Um, uh, in the chat, I'm wrong cause is uh, how it comes up. Well, I, I, I hope your sister. Love y'all show. And... <laughs> well, thank you for watching ahead, and, and listening, man. I, I hope your sister and her husband get the help that they need. I'm serious. Uh, yeah. It, 
I appreciate it, but yeah, uh, at this point, it's just kind of can personally invest in more time. Sure. Into that, you know, you try so many over the years, and you know, their decisions. All right. Yeah, you're but, right. Uh, yeah, but but yeah. Anyways, I'm glad. I, I just cracked me up when y'all actually started reading it, and then apparently, uh, Cretchen is talking on its own. Yeah. Um. Thanks for sending I it in. Send it in, maybe nine or something, right before the show started. Yeah, we're all on the same page. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, thank you, Tommy. Good luck there in Texas. Yes, sir. Thank you. We got we got to blow Tommy up awesome. there. My God, that was an awesome call. Good, good round of calls right there, guys. Okay, thank you for your call. Uh, here's a headline here: Bored college students prank roommate by feeding her foot shave by feeding her foot shavings. Oh, yeah, yeah, as grated cheese. Oh, it's so disgusting. Oh my God. Disgusting. That's uh, if I found out somebody did that to me, I punch him right in the face. Mm-hmm. Punch him right in the face. Three. This is females doing. Girls doing this. Ugh, so oh my gross. god. It's so gross. I, I figure this is like a guy thing to do, but yeah. Uh, three female college students at Northwest Iowa Community College were recently arrested for pranking their roommate in one of the strangest and most disgusting ways imaginable. It's unclear how the three girls, Ann C., a nursing student, and members of the all-Iowa academic team, and Kylie, a 19-year-old, and then uh, a 20-year-old honor student, Ely, came up with the idea of putting their gross foot skin shavings in their room's bag of grated cheese and then watched her unknowingly eat it, but that's what is reported happened. The terrible prank took place at 6 p.m., on March 13th, but the three alleged uh, perpetrators were only picked uh, up by authorities last week. Oh, my God. They must have hated that roommate big time. According to the NWIowa.com, the three mischievous students have been charged with assault, and even if they avoid any jail time, they're bound to have some problems at school as faculty at their college already know about the incident. Holy moly. I mean, couldn't you get in trouble for that? I would almost imagine you could. Yeah, I would uh, I would say that, uh, I mean, beyond assault, I mean, there's not poisoning in some degree, especially in like March, was it March 13th? You know, there was, people were talking about COVID then, you know? Like eating other people's skin, probably not sanitary. <laughs> That's what I do. No, it's not what you do, Alex. You don't eat other, I, don't, I hope you don't eat other people's skin. Uh, <laughs> eat it. Eat it, eat it. <laughs> uh, oh my God. It is unclear how the fourth roommate found out uh, that her colleagues had mixed in their disgusting foot skin shavings <laughs> in her bag of grated cheese. How do you get foot shavings? I don't know. I don't think I've ever tried to do this. Not unless they took the cheese grater and used it on their skin. Ugh. Oh my God. It feels like it would hurt. Hey, it's everywhere. And I don't know if it got, I don't know if it went <laughs> everywhere, but probably. Is that is this like a new snack, like foot shavings? This is what we're going to be eating when we oh, the, the, the depression comes. We're all going to be eating boxes yeah. of foot shavings. We don't have any bakos. You're no, going to have to go with the foot shavings. <laughs> Nabisco. <laughs> Nabisco foot shavings. <laughs> oh, they're uh, flying off the shelf. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I wonder if you can request the transfer out of that room. I would hope so. 
I mean, I I heard it was like dangerous to eat human flesh, but maybe if it's dead human know. flesh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's foot shavings. Right? Sanjay Gupta got away with it, so. Did he really? Did he eat foot shavings? He's a foot guy? Oh, what is this? Crutches! Oh, what are you Jesus. doing? Jesus! This gif he found. This gif? Oh. I'll put it... It's a woman shaving. Oh, no. my God. How did you find that? I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Believe it or not, I, I, that came up under foot cheese. Foot cheese. It is a gif of a woman like shaving oh. her foot, and it's falling onto some pasta. Holy crap! <laughs> what the hell is this? What is all this stuff? That's insane. Oh, that's a I, that's a I can't unsee a thing. Like, okay, so now that I'm having more dreams, this is going to happen in at night. This is crazy. K Dog was talking about ticks. While we were playing Modern Warfare the other day, I had all these nightmares about ticks. Oh man, this is this is this is insane. Uh, all right, here's a headline here: Investigation. I think I know which justice flushed the toilet. Ah, oh, this is an update from last week, where the Supreme Court uh, there's they're doing some uh, some uh, deliberations, and someone was either on toilet or near toilet when it flushed. I think we got the clip right here. And what the- <laughs> is that when the subject matter of the call ranges to the topic, there is. the call is transformed, and it's, it's yeah. a call that would have been allowed and is no longer allowed. Yes. And what the FCC has said is that when the subject matter of the call ranges to the topic, then the call is transformed. So there's a full investigation. This is a bathroom investigation going on right now. Okay. Uh, so someone says, I think they know who did it, but... Uh, a phantom toilet flush in any professional setting is an objectively hilarious occurrence, but it became doubly so when you consider the intensity and fervor of which uh, Chief Justice John Roberts attempts to maintain the court's sense of mystical, uh, mystical grandeur by keeping its activities almost entirely shielded from view. The current pandemic, however, has forced him to abandon that posture, granting access to the court's newly telephonic oral arguments to anyone with an internet connection. So we all can listen in to the uh, the court proceedings, which is amazing. Cool. But while the flesh may have been Robert's worst nightmare, it was a dream come true for many, including me. Uh, this one, this one small act of human waste expulsion brought with it a mystery, intrigue, and what almost certainly uh, was a pooping of a Supreme Court justice. I totally agree. <laughs> Someone, one of his most likely Supreme Court justice was taking a shit or a crap while listening to these oral arguments. <laughs> so it's also uh, safe to conduct the, it also felt safe to conduct Justice Ruth Gator Ginsburg uh, as she has often joined, joined the call from the hospital bed and would have likely had a difficult time moving around freely. What's more, when uh, Ginsburg's when it was her time to speak, there was a distinct whirling in the background that was not that was not present during the flush in question. Justice Sotomayor has repeatedly had issues with being muted too often, and someone has uh, been conscious of keeping her sound off. Seem unlikely to overlook the feature during one of their bathroom breaks. Similarly, during Wednesday's first. Set of arguments, Justice Clarence Thomas briefly skipped uh, was briefly skipped for not ta- for not taking himself off mute. So he too seems more guarded than careless. Apparently, uh, directly before Justice 
Elaine Kagan, or uh, yeah, Elaine Kagan, before her turn, um, was Justice Stephen Bear. At 81, he is the second oldest justice after Ginsburg, and audio evidence points towards him being the mystery flusher. <laughs> justice Stephen Bear is the, is the mystery uh, supreme supreme pooper, the Supreme Court uh, crapper at that point. I think the mystery solved. I'm going to go with this guy's analysis. Yeah, I, I, there we go. All right. Fascinating game of Clue. <laughs> it's, it's a whole new game out there. So uh, that's a, you want to do one more story, Joe? What's your One pick? more story. Let's get one more in, make it fun. Nothing sad. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I'm going to leave that up to you and Cratchit to pick out. I picked the toilet one. The toilet one. Toilet stories are always good. Cratchit shared a bunch of stuff um, in the news channel. Um, we got the clan hood one. Uh, you want to? Uh, well, there's a cow that wants to scratch his butt. Uh, a bed that doubles as a coffin. <laughs> a bed that doubles as a coffin. That's not a bad one. That's kind of uh-uh. you know. It's kind of terrifying. Um, Pete Davidson kindly asked fans to stop bringing quarantined weed to his mom's house. Uh, I just got I just got this uh, update from the news story about the uh, Supreme Court Justice Flush. Uh, uh, Justice uh, Barry has a new name, aka Doodoo Butt. They call him now uh, Justice Doodoo Butt. <laughs> aka Doodoo Butt. We're talking about the KKK hood. Let's do that one. All right, all right. Yeah, we talked about that. I guess we we have to, you know, bring it full circle. Yeah, you shared that one. Yeah, I did. Again, I got to find it. Um, did I put that in Care Shop? News. Oh, it's a news. Oh, my God. So, yeah, outrage over grocery shopper wearing Klan hood in SoCal City. Yeah. (laughs) Please say there's a video. Was that wrong? Should I not have done that? Photos of a man wearing a homemade Ku Klux Klan hood as he shopped at a suburban San Diego grocery store caused an uproar on social media over the weekend. The unidentified middle-aged man dressed in a camo t-shirt and cargo pants was photographed Saturday evening in the uh, in a produce section uh, of a Vaughn store in Sante. Employees told yeah. him to remove the pointy hood, but he can't tell them to remove the pointy hood because that's his mask. That's his, like... Uh, <laughs> You can't tell people to do that. Are you showing the pictures? Because there's there's a tweet with a, like a couple pictures attached to it, or maybe it's a Facebook. Post. I got I got it up on screen right there. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm just, uh, I'll see if I can. Uh, I don't know if the, what the video is going to display, but um, I'll finish reading over here. <laughs> he looks like the kind of guy who would wear a fucking KKK. Yeah, he's just saying, okay, you, you're forcing me to uh, put a mask on? Fine, I'll, I'll put a mask on. Uh, uh, quote, several members of our team asked the customer to remove it, and all requests were ignored until the customer was in the checkout area, said the spokeswoman for Vons. Uh, several shoppers took photos of the man and posted them on Twitter and Facebook, causing a swift response. Quote, why was this person not removed from the store immediately? Down with the Klan, tweeted journalist and TV host Torre. Uh, Sante Mayor John uh, Minto and the city council released a joint statement Sunday night denouncing the attire 
that depicted the symbol of hatred. The mayor also said the the uh, the county sheriff's office was investigating the incident. And he's just shopping for lettuce with his uh, clan hood on. <laughs> he probably took it a little too far, don't you think? Uh, he says, uh, quote, this is blatant racism, has no part in Santa or any part of San Diego County. It is not who we are. It is not what we stand for and cannot be tolerated. Why not? Why can't it be? I mean, he's just out there doing his freedom of speech. It should be. It should be tolerated. Right. Freedom of speech should be tolerated. ACLU defended the Klan famously. Yeah. Um, for their freedom of speech. You have to def- you I, have to like, tolerate speech. Yeah, and and honestly, what is he really doing other than saying I am a fucking retard? Yeah, he's yeah he's saying I'm a fucking retard and I need some grapes. <laughs> I like organic non-GMO stuff. Does a clan eat non-GMO produce? Who knows? Who knows? They're definitely buying the white grapes. They're not getting any of these oh, purple yeah. ones. Yeah, that's that's right. Jesus Christ. I got to plead ignorance on this thing, because if anyone had said anything to me at all when I first started here, that that sort of thing was frowned upon. Yeah. He didn't know any better. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll say this on the show now. Do not wear a Klan hood in public if you (laughs) want to be part of polite society. Yeah, uh, it's not good. Uh, Yeah, it probably could protect other people from COVID-19, but it's just not worth it. Mm -mm. It's not good. I wonder if he's arrested. I don't. I. I don't. I don't see I don't anything about him being arrested. No. Just let him do his thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he wore his mask. He did, and he was being a dick about it. Yeah. He's like, fine. I wear a mask. I wear the most right, evil mask right. ever. <laughs> this is what I do. It is. You know. It is kind of surreal when you go to a grocery store. Or you're walking around. I, I think the funniest thing I was what was I watching yesterday where it was somebody was bitching about people who are in their car with gloves and a mask on. It's like, are you going to give it to yourself? It was the question they made or they asked. And I and I kind of I kind of agree with that. When I see people driving around with gloves and masks on, I'm kind of like, you're already kind of that's your space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you you probably could take it off there. I don't know. Well, I'm going to wear a Boba Fett helmet to the grocery store. That's what I'm going to do now. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I think you should. Why don't you do the man wrestling a bear? And oh. the stuff that Cretchen oh. found. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. In the news channel. Yeah. It's it's, there's some really people. good stuff. Absolutely. Good call. Good call. Uh, man wrestling. Oh, boy. Oh, geez. A man is facing a $7,000, 300 7,000, uh, they're playing, sorry, it's playing a video right now. Um, a man is facing a $7,000 fine for wrestling a bear at a Polish zoo and breaking <laughs> COVID-19 rules by not wearing a mask. <laughs> so how much of a fine would he got if he didn't wrestle the bear? That's what I want to know. Like if he just didn't wear the mask. You could save $1,000. I think it's a $7,000 fine for wrestling the bear, a three hundred dollar fine for not wearing a mask because the total fine is seven thousand three hundred dollars. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good one. Um, uh, I'm, I was going to read this. A man has been filmed for animal cruelty after he jumped into a bear enclosure at a pole zoo and wrestled with one of the animals. The 23 year old, who is thought to have been drunk at the time, 
was filmed by baffled visitors at the uh, Warsaw Zoo, which had just reopened after Poland's CV lockdown. Uh, in the video, the unnamed man can be seen wandering around the artificial island while a large bear called Sabrina moves towards him. Okay, I'll bring this up on screen. Let's let's take a look at the the this bear and uh, this Polish man, and God knows what they're doing. Yes, the uh, the guy is over the enclosure. Uh, he is in the in the water now. The bear is looking for him desperately. Uh, I don't know if he can swim, but the uh, the guy is definitely piquing the interest of the bear, and he's going up on the ledge. The bear is very curious. He's like, "What the hell are you doing in here?" Oh my god! The bear is going down to help him. The bear is going down there to help him, and now the rest the man's wrestling the bear. <laughs> oh my god, he's wrestling. Oh my god. <laughs> the guy's just wrestling the bear. And in fact, the bear seems quite docile and seems to enjoy it. <laughs> the bear seems to uh, really like that. Uh, what it. is he doing with this stupid bear? What the fuck? Oh, okay, yeah, the guy just. What is he? Is he cuddling? What the fuck is happening with this guy? He seemed to hug the bear. Yeah, that's mm. so stupid. That is so stupid. So you got fined. You shouldn't do that. Uh, it's frowned upon, people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to watch out. He's so lucky the bear did not rip his face off. <laughs> Minimally. I, I mean, it's insane what that guy did. Was that uh, wrong? Should I not have done that? <laughs> well, I mean... Uh. No, they shouldn't so serve. That's where, where in the animal kingdom was do Hitler's alligator. Hitler, Hitler had an alligator. <laughs> I don't know if it hated Jews, oh. but apparently he had a, an alligator. Okay, survived oh, the Battle of Berlin. Hitler's alligator that survived the Battle of Berlin dies in Moscow. Holy shit! This is an old ass alligator. <laughs> Holy crap! It's happening now. An alligator who survived the bombing of Berlin in 1943 and is rumored to have belonged to Adolf Hitler has died in Moscow at the age of 84. Animals are not involved in wars and politics, the zoo said. Well, I don't know. This guy, he's Hitler's alligator, probably some sort of Nazi white supremacist SS alligator. I mean, if they got, if they got pigmen in America, they got gator men in Berlin. That's for damn sure. I mean, remember, Cretchen says it died of COVID nineteen. Oh, that's that is that is very sad. That is very sad. <laughs> you gotta warn people. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? He had an alligator. <laughs> uh, the eighty-four-year-old alligator, rumored to have once belonged to German Nazi leader Adolf Hitler, died in Russia. The Moscow Zoo announced on Saturday. Saturn the alligator escaped from uh, a Berlin zoo amid Allied bombing on November 23rd, 1943. They have a lot of information about this alligator. Like, it escaped, uh, mm -hmm. made it to Russia. Uh, yeah, Where's uh, this alligator's passport? Yeah, I don't know. The, uh, the, the 3.5 meter animal appears to have survived on his own for the remainder of the war until British soldiers discovered him in 1946. So, he survived from 43 to 46 without much to eat. This guy is a real, real beast. My God. <laughs> Holy shit. 
No one know. knows exactly <laughs> where and how Saturn survived in the intervening years. He survived by eating Nazis. Or Jews. Or Yeah, my God. The thought, my God, that's horrific. Um, then he was transported to a Moscow zoo where he lived peacefully ever since. Zookeepers say he died of old age or COVID-19. Saturn, <laughs> yes. Saturn had a long and varied life, the zoo said in a statement. That's a weird statement to say. A long and varied life. Yeah, I mean, I guess diversity. So uh, it is, it is, he lived to an extremely remarkable age, they said. Alligators in the wild tend to live a maximum of 50 years. So this is some kind of super Nazi alligator. He lived <laughs> twice the age of a normal wild alligator. That is crazy. He looks all old and crusty. My God, it is, it is kind of crazy. What? Oh, look at that. Look at that demon, boy. <laughs> That's an alligator. Um, the Moscow Zoo posted a video of Saturn on Twitter. Uh, it's a, okay. So is, there's a question mark. Hitler's pet. The rumor that Saturn belonged to Hitler appears to have first been born after he arrived in Moscow and has never been proved. Well, it's never been disproved. Saturn appears. It's to a have debunk been, theory. No, it's not. It hasn't been proved or disproved. Hmm. <laughs> Saturn appears to have been born in the United States in 1936 before moving to Berlin. Oh, okay. All right. So he could have been some sort of uh, United States super spy, maybe a double, triple agent. Uh, and he was a long-term, deep undercover Nazi spy gator. That's what I'm going with. Okay. All right, let's do this. So now we... <laughs> Okay, so we need to do the Hot Pockets since we started oh, with that yeah, in the pre-show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put it in Carrot Shop just to bring it up fresh. All right. We'll talk about some Hot Pockets. We can wind down the show with some of my Hot Pocket talk. You said you put that in Carrot Shop? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there appears to be a news story with this. I'm going to have to play this. Uh, we gotta, we got to hear everything that's going on with this very important story about Hot Pockets. Here we go. Where, where's my sound? Joe, why don't I have sound? Being taken. Here we go. I finally got my sound. Here we go. Bizarre break-in at a Wells Fargo in Choyasview. Our 10 News breaking news tracker was there as he was being taken into custody. The man explained to us that it wasn't the safe that he was after. It was the bank's microwave. You did that for a Hot Pocket? Yes. Only for a Hot Pocket. You broke into a bank for a Hot Pocket? Hot Pocket. Hot They're good. Pocket. Was it worth it? Hell yeah, it's worth it. Hell yeah, it's worth it. A hot Pocket? Hell yeah. It's when he sings the Hot Pocket song that it really kind of grabs you there. He has not been identified. He did tell us that he is homeless, and the police uh, say that the burglar alarm went off around 3.30 this morning. The alarm company called police and said that they were watching the suspect inside the break room, hiding and cooking something in the microwave. Man told us and officers that he uh, ate two hot pockets and they left him parched. He is now in police custody. I mean, hot pockets are pretty fucking it's good, Joe. You said you've never had a hot pocket in your entire never life. Never had a hot That's pocket. Bullshit, never. dude. No, never had one, dude. We got to get you some hot pockets. I mean, aren't they basically empanadas for white people? Yeah, but still, man, 
You got to try a hot pocket. We're going to do a all hot pocket show on Saturday. Can you go out and get yourself some hot pockets? I'll get a hot pocket. Yeah, but you want to get a hot pocket yeah. and some Pringles. Yeah, get some Pringles, get some hot pockets. We're going to have a hell of a show on Saturday. Pringles. Yes. I think sure, and you're going to have your first hot pocket ever on the show. That's, that'll be the thing. Oh man, you're I'm, gonna, gonna, I, I'm curious about which flavor. I'm going to have to look it up now. I'm going to go to Target. Someone call in with your hot pocket recommendations for Joe. 614-388-9109. Yeah, let's go. What's out your on favorite a call. hot pocket? I'm I kind of want to know. Everyone's got their own. I like the uh the meatball with the mozzarella cheese. Oh, just like my mama <laughs> used to make. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's mama made a hot pocket. Oh, uh, homemade hot pockets. Oh, yeah. You got the you got the mozzarella, you got the you got the, the, the meatball. Oh. <laughs> judges be like i'm the kind of guy like i'll talk to everybody at the office including the people who come by and empty the trash cans when i'm working late like i have no problem with that but i've met and worked with people who are like literally opposed like it's they are so averse to talking to people who are below whatever class or standard or whatever they i don't even know how they categorize people you know, but it's basically like you are either qualified to be in conversation with me or you're not. And it's so fucking douchey. When I, when I meet somebody like that, I will walk up to them and I will say, I've come to take what you believe in further than you ever could. Bye. I come to take what, what I- you believe in further than you ever could. These are some of my best <laughs> interview lines for jobs. This is what I this is what I say. Michael, what will you do for the company? The colors of the Hulk and Maniacs are coming through the pores of my skin. Yeah. Goes over very well at every job interview, people. You could do this. In this normal world, physically, none of us can live forever. Yes. In this normal world, none of us can physically live forever. In this normal world. Bye. Try it at your next job interview, people. You'll probably find it endearing. (laughs) Do you no longer want to walk or step to that darkness? (laughs) That's your hiring manager. Do you no longer want to walk or step into the darkness? (laughs) (laughs) That'll that'll work. Or you can use those on dates, like your first date. Do that. I think it'll work. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Say this, say this on your first date. You have lived for the last five WrestleManias for this one belief. <laughs> say that on your first date, your, your next Tinder date. <laughs> Tell them you, uh, they've lived for the past five WrestleManias. And finish it off with a... <laughs> That's how I mark my fucking milestones in life. <laughs> well, where did it fall in accordance to WrestleMania that year? Let's see. I got hired during. I, I worked my current job, and I personally got hired during WrestleMania 20. Uh, I got married during the year of WrestleMania 32. <laughs> Every, everything I do is in the calendar of WrestleMania. <laughs> I met my wife during the year of WrestleMania 17. Yeah, it's a good year. <laughs> ah, great year. I got a few more headlines over here. You guys, let me know what you want to talk about. There's a headline over here there, uh, and this comes from like some pretty reputable papers here. This is more like Project Bluebeam kind of stuff. 
Uh, the headline is, there could be more than 30 active alien civilizations in our galaxy. Major study finds. They're, they're, they're saying this to people. They're saying it's all happening, people. There are alien civilizations out there, and uh, they're active right now. I'll put this up on screen. It's very concerning. It's just more uh, kind of like news, alien news. Now, there could be more than 30 alien civilizations in our galaxy. Researchers have found in a major study, a new paper looked, uh, looked to understand how many planets in our neighborhood could be home to alien life by assuming that life develops on other planets in a similar way to how it develops here on Earth. And matching to those planets, uh, there could be a similar course of evolution. So they, they, they determined 30. 30 is the number. Which is not far off from what a former Ministry of Defense guy, I think from Canada, he said uh, 56, but I, I don't know how he came up with that number, who told that to him, but so the number 56 has been floating around the community uh, UFO community for a while, and this major study says 30. Eh, it's not far off. What's a few dozen species between friends? So you got that uh, paper coming out. Uh, that's a major headline. Uh, another headline here, ah. Wuhan lab took delivery of world's deadliest virus months prior to the outbreak. Now that's fun news, right? Woo! Uh-huh. Uh, sheep on ketamine. Uh, study reveals what happens when you fall in a K-hole. So there, there's, there's scientists out there putting sheep on drugs. <laughs> Would you like to know more, Joe? Of course. You want to know about these, uh, these drug-addicted sheep? <sighs> Humans yeah. who descend into a K-hole. Have you ever done ketamine? I don't know if I have. I don't think so. Yeah. It's dumb. Is it good or bad or is it stupid? It's it's dumb. It's like, a, who wants to take depressants? I mean, depressants are the worst ones. I think it's a depressant. If I, I remember so. right. I knew somebody who was always doing ketamine. It was just like, they were just dumb. I think I did it once and I just kept saying weird stuff. The I don't... darkness I speak of is nothing to fear. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just kept saying these weird lines like that. But that's just me. Uh, humans who descend into a K-hole describe an intense state of oblivion that's not unlike a near-death experience. It's what yeah. happens when... Yeah, that's, that sounds right. Did that happen to you? No, that's what happened to these people. I did it like one time and was like, why would anyone do this? And then they would get into these places and it was like, it was like the ultimate, <laughs> this darkness idea. Yeah, like it's like you, just... you got to step into the darkness. Do you no longer want to walk or step to that darkness. No. I, yeah. I mean, that's the K-hole is what he's talking about right there. He's talking about a K-hole. The ultimate warrior is taught. Is, everything he does is like an analogy to a K-hole. It's a K-hole. So uh, that uh, state of oblivion is not unlike a near-death experience. It's what happened when one takes a high dose of ketamine that they feel what is described as a separation of mind and body. Scientifically speaking... We didn't know much about what, uh, why ketamine causes this to happen, but thanks to some sheep in England who accidentally fell into a K-hole, researchers are very close to understanding. A general uh, aesthetic, once popular, uh, I guess, anesthetic? Once popular as a rave drug, ketamine has gained traction as a novel tool for treating depression. Like a horse tranquilizer. Yeah, I, that's what like I that. thought. I thought it was yeah. for horses. I mean, hold on, I got a horse over here. Let me try it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's working. Yeah. Hit him with it. Yeah. I mean, let me smack that K 
ketamine right into that horse. It's probably not the best way to dose a horse by smacking it into it, but hey. I don't care. I'm not calling anybody. Uh, but ketamine has gained traction as a novel tool for treating depression. It's known for its fast-acting soothing of suicidal thoughts and creation of new connections in the brain that might sustain antidepressant effects. In 2019, a ketamine-based nasal spray became approved to alleviate treatment-resistant depression. It is far from a perfect solution, but new research has shown that it has a potential for combating alcohol abuse as well. Uh, a study published in, on Thursday in Scientific Reports shows that ketamine can also substantially change the way brain waves work. This helps explain why the drug's uh, disassociative effects, including the experience of falling into a K-hole. When sheep were given 20, 24 milligrams of ketamine, the electrical activity in the cerebral cortex completely stopped. The study reports that this is, an, that this is on the high end of the use. Dosage for recreational ketamine can vary. Uh, Jenny Morton led the study author. So, okay. Uh, the activity in the cortex is some, in some of the sheep stops completely for a short time, but the brain is not dead or damaged. She explains. So if you fall into a K hole, you ain't thinking you ain't doing nothing. You're just existing, which kind of sounds like a shitty drug. You got a bunch of brain dead sheep over there in England. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that what the COVID lockdowns are? Yeah. As long as you've, you know, you could go to the liquor store and the grocery store, and as long as you can survive, you know, fuck you and your job and your kids and feeding them and all that and your pets and just get fucked. Yeah, just give me a sheep on drugs. I'll be happy. Lock me away. I'll be good for a few months with that sheep. Uh, at lower doses, they found that the brain goes through three phases while on ketamine. Sheep entered the first phase shortly after receiving the ketamine. The paper notes, they lost the ability to move, but their eyes stayed open. They could also blink. Then the sheep entered a second phase. They, could still, they still couldn't move, but were able to respond to touch or movements in front of them. In the third phase, they were conscious and alert with awake levels of EEG activity, though they didn't move around. So there you go. Uh, they're, doing some, they're doing some bang up research over there with sheep on drugs. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, it's interesting stuff. Okay. Yeah. Now let's fucking give some chickens crack cocaine. Yeah, they love it. Chickens love cocaine. It's a little-known fact. It's an old wise tale. But chickens do love crack cocaine. You could say they lose their heads over it. Oh, I'll give you. You got a ding, a ding for that one. Yeah. Woo. Uh, okay. A few more stories here. Pick out one more story, then I will open up the phone lines again. So I got, open them now. I got to uh, grab something. All right. Oh, I got a, just a headline, quick headline here. Uh, you know that TV star or uh, TV show Arrow? Well, the star, Stephen Amell, accuses neighbor of taking a crap on his roof. Did you know about that? You ever no, do that? that sounds great, though. I mean, why not? You ever? All right. Phone lines are wide open. 614-388-9109. Shit. How would he discover, like, his neighbor was the one cheating on his roof? He must have set up the yeah. security camera. You have to have like a camera or something. Huh? I would imagine. It's not like he's going and smelling the crap and then going to his neighbor's toilet and, you know, connecting the dots. He's not doing some kind of fart detective work here. He's not really Arrow. He's, he just plays the character. He's not like the real character. 
I do like to think that CSI was involved. I would hope so. They had a whole team there. <laughs> they just passed an entire CSI team to examine the poop on the roof. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, man tormented by pizza deliveries for 10 years. <laughs> How does that work? He's, he doesn't want them. And they keep sending them to him. <laughs> let's see here. Uh... A man in Belgium has endured a decade of harassment due to hundreds of unsolicited fast food deliveries. For most of us, for most of us, having a pizza delivered to the door is something to be looked forward to. But for 65-year-old Jean Van Landeren uh, of Turnhout, Belgium, the mere sound of a scooter coming down the street leaves him literally shaking in trepidation. Yeah, I doubt that. His endless nightmare began 10 years ago. When a pizza delivery man came to his house, even though he hadn't ordered anything, initially believing it was an honest mistake, he thought little of it. But as the weeks and months went on, the issue took a more sinister turn as hundreds of more pizza deliveries turned up at his house despite him not asking for any of them. This begs the question, what happens when he actually does order a pizza? Or is he so turned off to pizza at this point, he can't stand the sight or smell of the stuff? Find it hard to believe. Quote, I, mean, I can't. How, how often are you, just out of curiosity, because I'd never order a pizza. And if I do want, want a pizza, I go out to a restaurant and get the pizza. Do you, do you order pizza and have it delivered? Uh, no, I go, if I order pizza, I'll go pick it up. Right. It's like I want to go sit down and, like, I want to have a pizza in a place that, you know what I mean? Like, a, I go to one of the best pizza places in town. I'm, it's not like I'm going to. I'm calling fucking Pizza Hut. This is what I do. I like. I have a, a pizza place right around the corner for me. It's like five minutes. I'm not gonna pay for delivery. Um, I'm, I order pizza. I walk in there. It's Fatso's Pizza. As I walk in there, I say this: Do you want your ideas, your beliefs, to live forever? At which point they know it's midnight, Mike. They give me my pizza. I pay them. I go home. It's a little game we have. But this guy, he can't, he says, I can't sleep anymore. I start shaking every time I hear a scooter on the street. I dread that someone will come drop off hot pizzas yet another time. I mean, I guess, like, look, uh, I mean, silver lining shit. What is so traumatizing about pizza? You know, like, have, like, eat it or give it away. Like, find a homeless guy or something. Like, I would, I'd at least try it, depending on the kind of pizza. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, if he tries it, he orders one, and he's paying for all this pizza. Think about Is he paying? I don't think. No, no, he's not paying. Like He's like, yeah. I didn't order his damn pizza. Right. These are internet pizzas. I'm not paying for it. The pizza shops are suffering <laughs> here. Internet pizzas. Yeah. The, the pizza shops are suffering. They're losing thousands of dollars over 10 years. Think about that. Somebody's paying for these pizzas. Yeah, so is he, is he getting to keep the pizzas no. that someone else is paying for? Or are they no. just taking them back? What's going on here? Well, neither the pizza restaurants nor local authorities seem to be able to solve the mystery, and it remains unclear who would continue to do this for so long and for what reason. The only clues is that one of his friends, who lives 20 miles away, has also been receiving unwanted pizza deliveries, suggesting that whoever is responsible knows both of them. Beyond that, the culprit... He's a total enigma. But they don't get to keep the pizzas. No. The, no pizza the, is... 
Yeah. But when the pizzas are returned, the shops are saying they don't get the pizzas back. They're just disappearing. I, I don't think disappear. I just think the scooters like try to deliver the pizza. The pizza guys try to deliver the pizza and uh, they're like, oh, we'll just take this back to the shop. I'm, I'm assuming at that point that's free pizza for the delivery guy. I, I don't know how yeah, it works. I'm, I'm wondering if this guy has somehow inadvertently solved world hunger. You think this is <laughs> it's like they have some mystical uh, unlimited bag of pizzas, like a D&D &D bag think, of anything. I think things. they have a Star Trek new, Next Generation style replicator. Uh, the the button is controlled by Mr. Mustache, and he is just firing off pizzas. Mm -hmm. And if those be. pizzas were put to better use, uh, the, the UN needs to form a world pizza committee, and uh, they could distribute pizza to uh, everyone in the world and uh, end world hunger. Done. If you order pizzas from the internet, it's basically like free pizza. It's free mm -hmm. energy. It, they, they spawn out of nowhere. Spawn me a pizza. This guy's a... Uh... And this, this, I mean, the source on that one is Fox News. I mean, some of the big, big, uh, big wigs are covering this. This is a hot story. We'll follow up on this, definitely. <laughs> no promises. Yeah. I, I promise. Well, I'm going to do a follow up on this one. Okay. Get USA Today's crack uh, Google researchers to look into it. Yeah. I kind of want to know more about this. Like, ten, 10 years is a long time. Is he getting them every week like, or, every, or every day? And at this point, wouldn't you think that the pizza shops are kind of onto this? Like, oh, we're not going to be delivering to that house. Yeah. I think this Something is a funky uh, going on. I think that the pizza places are in on this scam. And this is this one big long con to get some free advertisement on Fox News. Or we're all just bored and, uh, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could be too. Um, let's see here. Uh, I got uh, a Polish creature. I'll save that for the next show. Oh, Chinese man gains uh, 100 kilograms during five months of lockdown. Oh, my God. So you want to see this guy? You're going to have to now. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. This guy. Uh, so a, a Chinese man. Um, a 26-year-old Chinese man was recently labeled Wuhan's fattest person after gaining a whopping 100 kilograms during the city's five-month lockdown. The man well, referred to only as Zoal uh, to protect his privacy wasn't exactly fit before the uh, coronavirus um, started wreaking havoc in uh, Wuhan, prompting authorities to impose a strict lockdown. But at least he kept his weight in check, worked at the local cafe, and led a relatively normal life. But that all changed when he uh, started spending most of his time indoors, unable to burn off any calories. He started gaining weight. And in the month's uh, time, he had ballooned up to 616 pounds, over 200 pounds more than what he weighed before the virus. Look at that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a big dude. Caller, you're on the air. Let me tell you something, brother. The spirit of Joe. Hey, quick, quick question. Yeah. Joe's not working and just playing a uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. What What happened to him getting a job with uh, Alex Jones? Oh yeah. You know it's uh, we, like Cratchit did the research. He found the address, and I have this dumb fuck printer behind me. And every time I print out my resume, I was going to mail it over there because it's really kind of uh -huh. hard to find like all the whatever. Um, but it's it it prints like every other line. 
of my resume for some reason. It's it, but it prints a lot of other things fine. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't print out my resume now. And I just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't really want to work for him anyway because he seems nuts. I think it's worth it though. I mean, just go to like one of those Kinkos or FedEx office. Yeah, places, I might have to. And yeah. and then you can we can have a guy on the inside. You yeah. can be the guy buying him all of his jalapenos during the break. Yeah. Think about it. I think that yeah. is important. Have, really should do think this. Think about it. Okay, Cratchit. My dad says the same goddamn thing. What is that? What, what, what it's a, you know, it's a poor man who blames his tools. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a poor carpenter yeah. who blames his printer. Yeah. yeah, I said it's a poor carpenter who blames a printer. So what the carpenter is doing with a printer, I don't know. But yeah. you may want to check into that. Yeah. You know what? I never even had a printer for years. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a printer and a scanner. And then I finally did. And it's like, it's been nothing but a pain in the ass. And it makes me think of that line from Fight Club. It's like the things you own end up owning you. Ever since I got the damn thing, it's like one thing after another. Have you tried operating on a jump drive? Yeah. Take it to the FedEx place and print it out. That's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah, Yeah, go down there without your shirt on and just get it done. With my shirt off. Yeah. Anyway. Good call. I'll let you brothers go. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hey, can you uh, have, I have AJ call me a, fi- a piece of fucking shit? I can certainly Thanks. try. He's he's. Talk uh, to you guys later. Uh, see ya. This yeah. is insane. You goddamn fucking piece of shit. There you go. Blowing you up Joe, right now. So, Joe, you need to make sure that when you do the interview there, you get AJ on one of his days when he's really off the rails. Yeah. I'd be careful going down there. Uh, I want to out shout. AJ. Yeah. I'd be careful going down to his office. I've heard some weird things about it. That whole place is a giant pedo command base. <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> you should just start, like, doing quotes to him. He won't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're in World War Four. Like, oh, I say probably, that. You could probably work together a whole bunch of his little memes and sayings and do a pretty decent presentation about yourself. Yeah, you probably could. See if... See if he rec- recognizes any of it. I say, oh, Joe, thank you for showing up for this job. But I really want to do a music video. <laughs> oh, but you, oh, okay. So why are you here to, to be a reporter? You want to go into hip-hop. Okay. You probably could. You probably could make a, full, a fully coherent interview segment for yourself. You're a joke. You're a fraud. You're a failure. You're an idiot. <laughs> Just give me your soundboard. I'm going to yeah. play that. <laughs> me and my boyfriend love to get pregnant. <laughs> You can say that to him. He'd be like, okay. Real quick, I got to bring this up because I am moving people. Uh, I'm going to Columbus for an extended vacation. Uh, petition calls for Columbus, Ohio to be renamed Flavortown. Welcome to Flavortown. Uh, June 19th, the controversy over depictions of Christopher Columbus in Columbus, Ohio, has led to an online petition calling for the city to be renamed Flavortown in honor of Guy Fieri. I hear this dude's rocking it. Yes. The city of Columbus announced Thursday that the statue uh, of Columbus outside City Hall would be removed, and officials are asking the Arts Commission to consider changing the city's seal, flag, and other symbols. The uh, change.org petition calls for the city to go a step further by changing its name to Flavortown in celebration of the city's culinary bona fides, bona fides, and one of its most famous natives, TV chef Guy Fieri. You're killing it. Is he from Columbus, Ohio? I had no idea he was from Columbus. 
Yeah. That's news to me. I guess it makes sense. He's such a basic bitch. Yeah. You, I mean, no offense to Columbus, Ohio, but I mean, Ohio. It's Ohio. I know. Welcome I'm from Ohio. And I'm also, a basic rem- bitch. Remember, Fieri is not his real name. I think it is. Is it, it is not? absolutely it is absolutely not his real name. His real name is Ferry. <laughs> Ferry like the boat. Ferry? Not Ferry like Joe. Oh. Super duper weenie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> Uh, the, the article goes on to say, why not rename the city Flavortown? The new name is twofold. For one, it honors Central Ohio's proudest heritage as a culinary crossroads and one of the nation's largest test markets for the food industry, the petition states. Secondly, uh, Guy Fieri was born in Columbus, so naming the city in honor of him, he is such a good dude, really, would be superior to its current nomenclature. The petition states. Uh, I mean, hey, Columbus has got a lot of good ingredients. No doubt about that. A lot of good mixtures of everything going on there. Mm, the tortilla is great. Yeah. The al pastor is tender. Yeah. It's got a ton of flavor. There's a good amount of char on this. Yeah, Columbus does have a good amount of char. No doubt about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I would think uh, like Atlanta and uh, Certain parts of Seattle have a better amount of char. Better amount of char. Probably a lot more flavor, Minneapolis, too. Minneapolis, they've got a good amount of char. I, I don't think of, like, when I think of Columbus, I don't think of, like, culinary excellence. It's got some good food, but honestly, no. the food choices around it's here. It's basic bitch shit. It is. It's not, like, great. Like It was the first place I ever had escargot, and I wanted to throw up in my mouth. And apparently, like, an octopus. I also had an octopus for the first time there. And I never wanted to eat it again. I had octopus here in Austin. Love it. Delicious. Like, wow. you can cook it well. I hear this dude's rocking it. <laughs> Apparently, you can cook that shit really well. And people have told me that, I mean, I feel like escargot is a fucking scam. You know, we're going to get the French people are going to be like, look, we're going to find a bunch of bugs, drop them in butter, and then tell people it's a, you know, delicacy. Yeah. <laughs> what a scam. <sighs> I had them in Columbus. Nasty. Nasty. I, 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 I'm I not a big seafood person and definitely not a fish egg person or anything like that. It's just kind of it's just off my radar. It doesn't really appeal to me. Oh, uh, I love fish eggs. I, 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 I love, uh, you know, any of that fucking, uh, like, the nastiest sushi I want. That's the kind of stuff I want. And But when I think of, like, fresh fish, I do not think of Columbus, Ohio. You know, no, uh, Columbus Ohio's got you know it's got a, it's got good beef. It's corn. Got, it's got you good be corn. Eating corn. Yeah, I, I yeah I will be eating more corn. You're and killing beef. it with this. OSU actually has like a uh, agricultural program, yeah. and they have like a farm out there where they raise cattle and other animals. So you know that that's what they would be good at. It's the Midwest. Yeah, they got amazing corn out there in Ohio. No, corn pop was a bad dude. They got corn pop out there, too. Yeah, but you got to pull the hair off that corn. You gotta, yeah, you, you got you to shuck it pretty good. But yeah. uh, Ohio does have some great corn, no doubt about that. Uh, as for uh, moving to Flavortown, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's, I mean, the petition has almost 8,000 signatures right now. I don't know how many they actually need. We need, we need all, the, uh, all the, the diaper boys, all the goblins. Yeah. Sign up petition. Diaper boys unite. Let's change that name. Why not? I 
I appreciate this. If you want to change something, have a petition. Do, do it through a democratic process. If you want state statues or art taken down, do it through the city council. Do it through the, the local uh, democratic process in order to change the community the way you want. You know? Dialogue yeah. and conversation. Woo! And if Guy Fieri wants to uh, give his name or, and lend his slogan to Columbus to be renamed, so be it. I want him to be the warlord. I want, yes. I want of him flavor to flavor town. Warlord of Flavor Town. <laughs> what would be his what would be his weapon of choice? I don't know. I hear this dude's rocking it. <laughs> I hear that guy's rocking it too. <laughs> I'm not sure. What uh, would be his weapon? I mean he's he's a chef, so maybe it's like a butcher knife. That's too obvious. It's maybe I it's, think it's too obvious. Yeah, exactly. I think it would have to be a chainsaw. Yeah, that well, would be it. Maybe because he'd be like bringing cattle in. Maybe. chainsawing their heads off and saying, all right, it's time to eat. I think uh, he, would, he <laughs> would probably have some sort of mutant superpower like Cyclops with those glasses he wears all the time. Uh, Something yeah, like maybe. that. <laughs> and he stabs people with his spiky hair. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, he actually gets like metal spikes installed on his head like some people have done. Yeah, I like that. He just replaces his hair entirely with metal spikes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Guy Fieri's beating and up he everyone. Dive tackles people to kill them. Yeah, <laughs> you're killing it with this. <laughs> Thank you, guy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, one more quick story, and then we will open up the phone lines and hit some other news. A <laughs> uh, new reading of Mayan calendar suggests that the end of the world is this weekend. Oh, my God, I didn't even set my calendar. So the original people who determined that 2012 Mayan calendar into the world, uh, they got it wrong. You blow it. Yeah, they did blow it because according to new readings and a new interpretation, uh, it's coming up real soon here. Hmm. So 2012 has really been one hell of a year. Not only have we seen a global pandemic that is showing. No, that's 2020. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I said 20. 2020 has really been one hell of a year. Not only have you seen a global pandemic that's showing little signs of losing steam, but we've also seen social unrest. People's livelihoods vanished into thin air, a tanking economy, plagues of locusts, volcanic eruptions, hurricanes, and massive firestorms. If you think we might be headed uh, fast forward, to, uh, if you think we might be heading, heading fast forward towards Armageddon, who could blame you? But according to some conspiracy theorists on Twitter, the Mayan prophecy about the cataclysm, the cataclysmic end of the world that uh, supposedly would bring about a world crashing to a halt on December 21st, 2012, was actually misinterpreted. Instead, calendar theorizers suggest that the Mayan doomsday will supposedly happen this week or next. In a series of tweets last week that since have been deleted, scientists uh, Palo Tago Lignum wrote, following the Julian calendar, we, we are technically in 2012. The number of days la uh, lost in the year due to the shift of the <laughs> Gregorian calendar is 11 days. I love the grumpy cat, Cretchen. He's got a grumpy cat up there. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, new reading of Mayan calendar suggests that the end of the world is this weekend. He's got grumpy cat going good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like grumpy cat. God rest his soul. Look at that guy. 
according to this guy, there's some, uh, you know, when you do translations from the uh, the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar, there's a loss of days and holy crap, misinterpreted the calendar. You blow it! And uh, we are actually in 2012 or 2020. And we should just say, like, the Mayan calendar predicts that um, you will have sex with me at 3 p.m. That's you know, like the, just put everything on the Mayan calendar. That's the right. Mayan calendar predicts that I deserve a raise. Yeah, we have sex with those dudes. They look good. Yeah, it's the yes. it's the Mayan calendar predicts that uh, those uh, those guys look do- good, and uh, uh, we're gonna have sex with them. Uh, yeah. I'm having homosexual thoughts because of the Mayan you know, calendar. You know, I want to like my boyfriend. <laughs> I love to get pregnant. Me and my boyfriend love to get pregnant. That's right. <laughs> you can't agree with yourself, Alex. You can't make a statement and then agree with yourself. It's just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but I really want to do a music video. Exactly. So, Mayan calendar, uh, what, what this means, if we add up all the missing days, then supposedly the Mayan calendar apocalypse would occur on June 21st, 2020. Okay, so that's tomorrow. That's right. Hopefully, I can get a run in before uh, you know all that goes down. Yeah, it'd be nice. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, in India, drunk monkey to spend life behind bars. Oh my god! Isn't that just going to the zoo? I, I aren't most monkeys drunk at this point? Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they really have a job. They don't got to get up and do anything. Really? Why wouldn't? If you had access to alcohol all day, you drink your drink your little monkey brains out. <laughs> Uh, in, uh, Ganper, ever heard of a monkey, ever heard of a monkey being given a life sentence? Well, it happened. The Kenper Zoo has a monkey that will remain behind bars for its entire life. The monkey name Kalu is a native. Kalua, which Kalua. is a booze. Yeah, Kalua. Oh my God. Kalua. He has bitten over 250 people. Okay, and one of the people that he bit has died. I don't know if that's directly related to the monkey bite, but who knows? Uh, according no, to the, you know, he probably died of COVID. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably. Uh, according to the reports, Kalua was a pet monkey of a local cultist who would <laughs> regularly what? give him liquor to drink. My God, look at this little monkey. He's like holding up like a little. I don't know uh, if that's actually the monkey. Uh, no, do we know? Ooh, look at that face. <laughs> Photo for illustrative purposes. That's not oh, the monkey. That's not the monkey. <laughs> I want to see the drunk monkey. Look at that guy. Uh, so this, okay. So according to reports, Kalua was a pet monkey of a local occultist uh, who would regularly give him liquor to drink. Over a period of time, the monkey became an alcoholic. And when the occultist died, Kalua stopped getting liquor and became aggressive. Of course, he's probably going through DTs. This monkey needs to fucking drink. <laughs> That happens. Give him liquor. This is what I want. This is what I need. (laughs) Uh, As he went on a biting spree and created terror, uh, forest and zoo teams were called in to catch the monkey. After several efforts, Kalua was called and brought to the the zoo. Well, we kept him in isolation for months and then shifted him into a separate cage. There, uh, there has been no change in his behavior, and he will remain as aggressive as he was. It has been three years since he's been brought in, but now it has been decided that he will remain in captivity his entire life. The monkey was yeah. six years old, and the zoo doctor said that uh, if he were to set free, he would harm people wherever he went. Kalua has not been befriended 
uh, Kalua has not even befriended his cage keeper till now. That's sad. This, this monkey, through no fault of his own, was like shoved liquor, doing shots at bars, probably <laughs> doing beer bongs. And then that life was taken away when his occultist uh, owner died. Hey, Gretchen found another article where I think there's a picture of the actual monkey. But uh, yeah, it's uh, this and is the, what you get when you have pagans running shit. And this monkey is now behind bars for partying too hard, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, gra- another article here. Aggressive alcoholic monkey gets life behind bars. And I think this is the actual <laughs> picture on screen of the drunk monkey. Look at that guy. He doesn't look that bad. He looks, no, all, he looks right. all right. He looks did, like he could he could still hold up in a bar, a bar fight. Kind of expecting a little bit more of a beer gut on him a little bit. Yeah. Maybe smoking a cigarette, too. Drinking a Budweiser. Yeah. Watching NASCAR. <laughs> I mean, whatever a monkey does. Uh <laughs> Uh, remember sucks. when they talked about trump watching the gorilla channel yeah he loves it <laughs> <laughs> how Anybody many people any believe that white stuff yeah I, uh, trump loves to do cocaine and watch the gorilla channel that's what yeah. he likes to get all he likes to up. watch people he likes to watch hookers pee on beds and yeah. the gorilla channel he's got the gorilla channel playing yeah and <laughs> why aren't they fighting snorting he, coke he and yells with the <sighs> hookers peeing on the bed Obama slept in. Like, it's, God damn it. Are, are, like, are we done with this shit yet? No. Okay. No, no. Come on, man. It's, anyway, I, let me go back to The Last of Us. It's it. it, Real quick, uh, it's sad what happened to Monkey because it's through no fault of his own and just stop feeding your, your, your monkey alcohol, people. Don't give your dog alcohol. Don't give your monkey alcohol. Well, you remember it happened a few years ago that... This woman owned, like, a, I think a gorilla or orangutans or chimpanzee. Chimpanzee, and she yeah, gave tore it the face Xanax. off her friend. She gave it Xanax, and a friend came over. The, the chimpanzee went berserk and pr- almost yeah. killed her friend. She did kill her. Uh, no, I think it just ripped off her face. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, maybe. I, it, was, it was a pretty tragic story, and there was audio because she yeah. called 911 while it was all happening. And why are you giving, like... They're not supposed to be on pharmaceuticals. Like, we are not even supposed to be it's on pharmaceuticals. It's frowned upon, Joe. It's frowned yeah. upon. But I will say, I, within the first three hours of what is supposed to be a 30-hour game, I cried five times. For The Last of Us Part Two. Beautiful game. If you really? played the first one and you know the characters, you know the story, and uh, you have a heart, beautifully written, Better than most movies. Wow. Uh, probably better than 90% of the movies that are coming out at, uh, at the current time. I mean, it's just stunning. Visually, uh, uh, the audio is great. The story is great. The violence is intense. What's so the premise of the game? I'm not, what's the premise of the game? I'm not familiar with it. Did you ever play the first one? No, no. Well, so in the first one, Joel is the main character. And his daughter, like, he's alive during normal times like you know before tomorrow when 2020 mayan calendar ends so like he's alive and he's watching tv his daughter's asleep and um the uh news starts reporting on this outbreak which is so crazy because it's it happens to be so coincidentally aligned with a pandemic you know and it is a pandemic in the in the game and it's a pandemic in in here 
And uh, what happens is that there are spores. It's a mold that is uh, infecting people's brains and turning them into um, basically mindless, um, you know, killers. Oh. Zombies, basically. And uh, so the military gets deployed, um, you know, after the police are unable to handle everything. And there's a thing called FEDRA, F-E-D-R-A, which is supposed to be FEMA, of course. And, uh, and, And just playing through the first game like at the beginning you'll see like there's they're doing the roundups they're doing the like are you infected they're taking temperatures they're doing all that stuff all the stuff they're doing right now that's the first game and uh it's the beginning of the end it's like things are falling into disrepair and there's a lot of ruins things look pretty bad um but his daughter gets shot at the beginning when the civilization is normal you flash forward 20 years and then he's kind of put in charge of smuggling this girl who is immune to the virus. Uh, and they want to bring her to the fireflies, which is um, sort of a tribe, I suppose. But they are anti-Fedra and all that stuff. And they think that if they can, you know, if they can research on her, that they can actually find a cure. So they're very interested in finding a cure. It's like the Bill Gates of the world. Okay. Yeah. And so um, Joel is tasked with smuggling her across the country. And because his daughter was shot right in front of him by the military, as the world was ending, he has this very, very troubled relationship with her because he's reminded of his daughter and he wants to care about her, but he also doesn't want to think about his daughter because he's got kind of that boomer mentality, you know, where it's like, you know, this is going to hurt me to think about it and get emotional. I'm a John Wayne type and all this other stuff. So he's got this very troubled relationship and he smuggles her across the country. And I won't spoil the way the first one ends, but it's it's a fucking gorgeous story. And uh, I've, I've played through it multiple times. I loved it. And in the second one, Joel is... You know, he they're they've actually built this civilization uh, and a town, and they have you know they have electricity, and they're trying to rebuild everything, and they've got walls and stuff for the the infected is what they call them, and uh, and Joel and Ellie are you know they live separately. Like Ellie has her own place, and Joel has his own place, and it's just a beautiful story. Like he's teaching her how to play guitar and all this stuff, but it's it's just. Once you once the story starts to unfold, um, I I mean the entire picture. If you have the bird's eye view of the thirty hours of the first game and the thirty hours of whatever this game is going to be, it's so touching. It is so beautiful. Huh. I'll do. I yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about the the first one. Uh, maybe I'll pick it up. I I do like uh, survival games, and I, I'm definitely a big fan of the 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 zombies genre. Uh, so I'll have to take a look. I, at I it. love apocalypse stuff. I'm you know I'm I'm you know, half, half on, on zombie stuff. But, um, the, the zombie thing is, is really cool. The way they do it is, is awesome. And you're not just fighting zombies. Like you're, there's a lot of people that come into the picture in the first game and in this game. Like, in fact, this game, I'm fighting zombies for the first few hours. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm actually fighting people. And the AI is so interesting. Like just the little touches that they do, like when somebody, like you're in a room and they do a lot of exposition, without going into a cinematic. So somebody you'll be talking to will be talking to you about something and giving you some exposition. 
and you'll be having this conversation, but you can still be like scavenging and grabbing things out of safes and all this other stuff. And, and so they'll look over at the person while they're talking and they'll, you know what I mean? So it's like, it, it looks like you're watching a movie, but you're playing the damn game. And I got to say, Naughty Dog, thumbs the fuck up. And any SJW who wants to fucking bitch about the lesbian shit, it's like, you know, if I, I'm a gay guy, if the world what? ended, I would want to be with my fucking husband. I would want him at my side. And when I was with Eric, you know, before we got divorced, I taught him how to shoot all the guns because I was, and in fact, when fucking like a branch fell on the roof, he was the first one to go for the fucking gun. So I, I, you know, it's like, I want to have somebody with me who's, you know, who's, who's gonna be there if, if shit gets, gets bad. And it just so happens that Ellie is a lesbian that came up in the first game. So it's not even like, this is a new thing that they're thrusting into it. You know, it's like Listen, the people I mean, who are fucking crying about it need to, you know, get the fuck over it. It's, there are some gay characters and I don't think that they've, they're not being overt or crazy about it in this. When when the apocalypse happens, we're all going to be gay. Okay, you're not. Gonna we're gay it. now. <laughs> we're gay now. Give me the other one, the new one. Uh oh yeah the okay, the, okay. the new uh, gay. Try to see if you can find it on YouTube. Oh, wrong one. But I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> while we're talking about entertainment, I got a real brief before we get out of here. Uh, little entertainment news. Uh, what I've been watching. I'm a big fan of the zombie genre, as I said, and there is a series on Netflix called Black Summer. It is an eight-episode. It's basically like a, an episodic version of 28 Days Later. It's like cool. it's like a, a very fa- faster like zombies, I, I guess. It's like I believe it's like I see it as a comic. It, it, I mean, it, Black Summer is very well done. It's shot beautifully. The Black car- Summer is a comic book limited series written by Warren Ellis, illustrated by Juan Avatar Press. But maybe they t- turned it into a TV series. It's a, it's on Netflix. Check it out, Black Summer. I, I powered through the entire thing. It was very compelling. Uh, you know, I, I'm going through some withdrawals from like uh, you know Walking Dead and all that kind of stuff. This is grittier. This is what I like about like a good zombie series. Is this one? There's frustrating things about it. Uh, as in, like it seems like people don't know how to pick up a piece of wood and use that as a weapon. <laughs> there's like a lot of melee weapons that are laying around you can pick up a wrench and use it uh but it's very yeah, fascinating later somebody yeah <laughs> these, are, these are quick zombies uh very compelling it's got like elements of like evacuation what do we do where do we go uh like it's that's tough. what i liked about 28 days later too was that the zombies weren't like these lumbering you know yeah. dipshits i like that it's scarier it's kind of it's like the, the reboot yeah, of that's a, what last of us is is more like that too that's scary and it's freaky dude and but they they do not hesitate to put some nails uh on a two by four and and take them to task that's what you gotta do uh i'm just it, it's it's just uh in the uh, black summer which i i do recommend because it's, it's done uh, very well uh they don't do that right off the bat so hopefully there's a season two uh, check it out, and uh, that is it. We, I, I think yeah. we got our advertisements done, Joe, for stuff we're not getting paid for. Yeah, are we not getting paid for that? No, 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 no. I, I kind of agree with. I kind of agree with uh, John Johannesburg right now. This is not a good show, but here we are. You know, maybe I should just quit and shut the show down. <laughs> maybe. All right. See, I told you I can't be on air now. Uh, here's a headline here: How NYC's hottest uh, sex club is doing. 
socially distancing orgies or social distance orgies. Oh, that's that's interesting. I, I didn't even know you could have a club in New York City that just has orgies. I thought that was frowned yeah. upon yeah. or wrong. Uh, they're open for risky business on New York City. Uh, as New York City emerges from lockdown and enters into phase two of reopening Monday, a Soho sex club is navigating how to get down and dirty while still staying squeaky clean in coronavirus free. In order for the members only group called Not Safe for Work, which stands for New Society for Wellness, um, okay. Uh, to open their clubhouse doors again, they've rolled out an assortment of new rules and regulations that uh, that take the risk out of risque, and mm. the Post has learned. So this comes from the New York Post. We had to figure out how to do this in a, the safest way possible where no one feels at risk or in danger but can still enjoy themselves. The NSFW founder, uh, Daniel Sant, said, Indeed, earlier this month, the city issued some guidelines for group sex, including to do the deed in a well-ventilated area and keep alcohol-based sanitizers on hand. Uh, this is how about this? Stop having orgies during a pandemic. That sounds like something that you call me crazy. But no, but some, you get free unlimited. Uh, breadsticks and salad at the orgy garden. Oh, at the or- I didn't realize that. Uh, bottomless <laughs> bread basket. <laughs> it used to be the oligarchy. The oligarchy. Now it's, now it's just. Is this <laughs> orgy how? Garden. So is this now? Is this how Olive Garden is making money now? Is this they just have group sex there at Olive Garden? <laughs> I would love that to, to drive business. <laughs> I would probably go. It's so, it's like the old uh, smoking or non-smoking section. He's like, you got orgy and non-orgy. Yeah, be, care- be careful where you go for swinging? like Sunday brunch. No, they have you nothing. People swinging from trapeze, landing on penises yeah. all around you. Yeah. <laughs> Penis man. They don't, ha- honey. They don't have anything in a non-orgy section. <laughs> Do you want to wait forty-five minutes? Or you want to sit in the orgy section? I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of hungry right now, and they do have free, you know, bread over there. So I guess. Slap you with my penis and my bread. Stick. We'll just kind of have to put up with it, won't we? If if we want to eat right now, that's it. <laughs> oh, marinara. Oh. That's that's our waiter. I don't understand what the specials are. Could you please repeat that? <laughs> I think they're serving. Uh, is that meatloaf for the special? It's it's fettuccine. Is it fettuccine? Oh yeah. How is it? It's pretty. Oh, so fucking good. Oh, okay. It's good. I didn't know that. All right. That's high praise. That's a, a high praise so coming from the staff. Mike, in this article, did they say, I guess I, I only see this working one of two ways. Either A, socially distanced orgies means that it's just self-flagellation mm-hmm. um, and people in the same room. Or are they using like um, alcohol, sanitizing alcohol for lube? Well, What's I, going on here? Well, they said they have to be in a well-ventilated area. So... Uh, that's one of the criteria. And the second is to keep alcohol-based sanitizer on hand, which is very drying. I don't know why you'd, I mean, uh, alcohol-based sanitizer, that's a very drying uh, liquid. It's, you're just going to yeah. dry yourself out. And and I imagine when you go into one of these clubs, you want to you be as greased up as possible, right? 
Like they just like throw grease on you. Yeah, as you want you walk that in bucket door. of lube, the yeah, fifty-five they, gallon. They dump you in the yeah fifty-five gallon bucket of lube, and you're ready to party. They, they dunk you in on the way in. Yeah, you get you get your you get your basket of bread. You get a basket of lube at the. At the I would love it if it was more like a car wash where they just have like a hallway yeah. with a sprayer. Yes, and you just like walk through, take your pants and shirt off, just walk right through. You'll be good to go. So they uh, they have uh, drafted uh, additional safety procedures, uh, including mandatory temperature checks. But how's that going to work when you're all hot and bothered? You know what I'm saying? How could you, you have know, done this? We uh, where did I go the other day? I went into oh, I went into this uh, Mexican restaurant the other day, um, and uh, they took our temperature right there, and we had walked. Um, out in the sun in the middle yeah. of Austin in 90 some degree weather didn't really affect it. Apparently those temperature checker things are not, you can be, uh, you know, all bonered out and, mm-hmm. and wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't even, uh, affect. Do you the, think they're uh, going to take the temperature check. of your boner to make sure like it's, that might be a good strategy. Yeah. Make sure your boner's not COVID. Yeah. You got to make sure that thing penis is penis man. Make sure your boner doesn't have a fever. <laughs> My boner's got a fever. I've got boner fever every day. What are you talking about? Uh, so they have some uh, safety uh, precautions that uh, uh, that they've put in place, included mandatory temperature checks at the door, bringing a separate change of clean clothes in a plastic bag. Also, you got to wear a mask when you enter this place. Uh, and gloves. you got to use gloves, too. Uh, using sanitation stations throughout the spaces, uh, of course. And no new sex, which means you can't hook up with anyone besides the partner you came with. So that's it. Why are you there? No, I'm a man. Um, I guess so. The it's a. I guess it's not a true orgy club. But I have. I have. A, I have a Sounds feeling. Like it's just for just for looky loos and and self flagellation. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I have. I haven't been to. You know the Olive Garden in a while, but uh, I would imagine that, uh, I mean, they're breaking the rules left and right over there. They said, you know that- what? Here's a party. Mm-hmm. Red lobster, fucking cheddar, Bay biscuits and Olive Garden breadsticks. Yeah. You know, just put those out there. And then, uh, I don't know, for loco. People, That's a party. people are just going to fucking party. You put that out there. <laughs> shit's going down. You're killing it with this. Yeah. These are good ideas. I do. I mean, that's the only redeeming quality to me about because there's nothing notable about the food at either of those places, really. I mean, that's my opinion. I, obviously, it's there's maybe people who really like these places. This is a longer, more thorough article than the Bubble Wallace story. It's a, <laughs> it, it really, this is more like it's amazing. Like, they've done more. Like how, in, m- how many reporters and editors on that story? Do they have a byline? On this one, there's about 15. And they had to do some undercover research. And I, That's kind of what I'm wondering. It, uh, it looks like this one person's name is attached to this, but I'm sure they had a lot of uh, contributors, a lot of editors, a lot of additional research. It's just a ridiculous thing going on there. But I didn't even know there was a like official sex clubs. Like I thought that you couldn't do that. Like uh, You can't just have a club. Where you can just have orgies. Like, that's, I would imagine, some sort of health violations. 
in Las Vegas, you have prostitution. I don't know what the laws are. And yes, in New York State. This is New not York City. In Las Vegas, not in Las Vegas, Joe. It is legal outside of Clark County, Nevada, just not in Las Vegas proper. What is what like prostitution? Prostitution. So technically, right? You're not allowed to have a prostitute within. I, I can't. I can't wink audibly for the podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We we, we get what you're saying. It's dog food. <laughs> Quote unquote. Oh, that's it for the uh, the social distancing. Uh, for these uh, uh, orgy parties. Uh, I wonder what they're going to do during this whole uptick and everything. Oh, my God. Did you hear about this? There's a lot of upticks, and uh, I wonder how they're going to negotiate through that. We don't know. The upticks are people who don't know how to read statistics. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of upticks, uh, Gretchen. A lot of upticks out there. Woo! Here's some more headlines here. I'll, I'll leave the uh, the phone line wide open for some reason. 614-388-9109. But I do have a headline here. Man ends up in court for calling his ex-Irish boyfriend a leprechaun. So I guess uh, that's not good. You shouldn't call your Irish ex-boyfriend a leprechaun. I guess that's like a very derogatory thing to say to somebody. Especially if you're Irish. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, no. Donovan's calling in. Yeah. The show's about to degrade even further. Yeah. Oh. What's going on, Donovan? <laughs> Oh, not much. Uh, let me just tell you some of the things that's going on at the farm out here. <laughs> what do you got uh, for us? So, uh, okay, well, I heard that you're building your chicken coop. Are, do you plan on building it yourself, or are you going to, like, buy one? Uh, probably buy one. Yeah, yeah, they can get upwards. Uh, um, they can get up there a couple hundred dollars or so. But, Sorry, press that wrong but button. But we, we just... Uh, we just started raising chickens out here. Uh, we started off with a dozen of them. And uh, they've had chickens here before, but not while I was here. And they're young now. They haven't started laying eggs, but you really got to watch out for those raccoons. Yeah. Um, they they slaughtered seven of our chickens out of our 12. And, mm. um, my, yeah, my neighbor's daughter like really attached to them they were always holding them and stuff and they raised them before they got transferred to the barn out there but yeah you know what you need you, you need one they, of those they um their heads off and it was crazy yeah 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 that that sounds gross uh, you need one of those droids from the empire strikes back at the beginning that just yeah. kind of flies around and oh yeah shit. i need an imperial probe droid i'll get one of those yeah. that's exactly what we need oh my gosh i yeah. just need to set up a turret i'll get one yeah, I got one. Rolling I just haven't down. used it in a while. Well, that is the thing. Um, I, back. you know, I went, I went squirrel hunting with my dad one time when I was a kid, but uh, I've never really hit an animal. You know, he hit, he hit the squirrel, then we ate it. But uh, we've been trapping the raccoons, and uh, we've gotten maybe up like four or five so far. But I've had to uh, kill an animal for the first time with a. With a gun, I've got to say it's not all it's cracked up to be. I, I have respect for hunting and all that, but it just feels a little bit different when you, you know, you kind of just have to put down a nuisance animal. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't feel good. It wouldn't feel. I don't. I wouldn't. I, you know, I understand hunting, um, and I understand the the need to do that. Uh, I I don't know what it's like to to kill an animal, um, you know, mm-hmm. with like a bow and arrow or a rifle or a gun. I, I don't know that feeling. I I can't imagine it feels good. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially with a, a weaker one when it's not over instantly. You kind of yeah. got to like, you know, and if you don't hit it in the right place and, and all that, I got to say my heart was racing um, pretty pretty big when I when I did it. But uh, it felt better after it was over. And I kind of, you know, I realized, you just got to tell yourself like and realize why you're doing it too and not like, you know, get all attached about it and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, oh. it, it, it's not the greatest thing, and uh, it's definitely not, you know, something I like to do. But they, they, you know, we're just protecting our herd, you know, our, our, you know, that's our livestock. So we kind of have to do what's necessary. But maybe as a rancher, you know, like on Skinwalker Ranch, they're always carrying guns around. Yeah, I have guns. You know, the, the ranchers. Yeah, the ranchers always have like a. So when you're out there on the farm, you might you might have to deal with some nuisance animals. Who knows? But yeah, I'll, I'll probably. I, I really hope the best for you. I'll probably wind up carrying around my uh, my 50 caliber uh, sniper rifle to take out stuff. That's what right. I'm looking to there do. You go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little yeah, overkill, but I like it. Effort. It gets the job done. Yeah. Yeah, it'll work. But yeah, I hope that goes well for you. Um, it will with your livestock. I I live just over in Indiana, so we deal with the same weather. So yeah, um, that's all I got for you guys tonight. Well, I thank you, Beans. And further downhill we go. Yeah, we're we're we can make it through this. I know we can. So hey, thanks, man. <laughs> I loved it. I didn't realize how much I hated it until he said that. So <laughs> yeah, I thought I hung all up right. on you. There we go. Not, not... <laughs> Kept talking. I had to put a, a possum out of its misery. It was a mother. I pre- maybe I've told this uh, story on the show, but um, its entire—I um, don't know what you would call them—but all of the babies it's were bad. out on this the concrete, uh, dead. Uh, the the possum had been split in half by some car that had. This is why it's by. a bad show. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I know. That's well, sad, it was dude. like clawing around and it's like going after people, you know, because it's like scared and, you know, it's on its last legs and it just it wants to kill everybody. Yeah. Um, but the neighbors, you know, we, we had a conversation about it with all my people who live right around my house at the time, you know, in Atlanta. And they were like, yeah, if you got a gun, let's let's go get it. And it's not fun. It, is I, not, it can't be. It is not fun. Oh, uh, I'll. I'll leave the phone lines open. I'll bring open this uh, very important story of brawl, uh, bizarre face brawl allegedly helps wearers get rid of their double chins. What? Yeah, this is a face brawl. A face brawl? A face brawl. Like, it, it's a, a, a brawl that you strap around your face to get rid of your, oh, your double chin. Okay. So, okay, okay, wouldn't okay, it be okay. great if you could just get rid of that unattractive double chin without dieting, exercising, or going under the knife? Well, as it turns out, you can. All you have to do is wear a weird-looking face brawl for a while, and your double chin will magically disappear. This is what I want. This is what I need. Yeah, similar Mm -hmm. to uh, chin straps used after plastic surgery to keep the tissue tight during recovery, the face brawl relies on compression to Mm -hmm. allegedly sculpt wearer's face to help them get rid of their drooping facial fat. It works for... Is the phone, are the phone lines still open? Yeah, the phone lines are way open. In okay. fact, they're too open right now. I might close Airhead. them up a little bit. Call, call in again, Airhead Machine. Yeah. I don't think we've heard from you. Yeah. Uh, similar. So there's a face brawl over here, and there's like a commercial for this thing. There's like a... Everyone. 
I, I, I guess I gotta hear this. I gotta hear how they're selling the space probe. Yeah. We'll take this call first. Call you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How you doing? You I'm doing? Airhead. Hey, Airhead. How you doing? What's on your mind? Oh, I'm doing okay. Well, I got a fucked up story about the uh, situation with an animal that I've had to put down real quick. Uh, oh, I know boy, you guys here we go. Subject, Let's do it. Just one real quick. I, I, I hit a car on, uh, hit a cat on accident with my car and, uh, it, it couldn't breathe. It, it was going ooh, 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 like that. So I brought it inside, gave it some food and then I had to choke the motherfucker out. You choked. You know? Why'd you do that? You have to do things like this. You ha- I, well, it couldn't breathe. It was having hard times breathing. I, I don't have the money to take it to a vet. You know, I'm not just going to leave it up on the doorstep. So I had to choke it out. You know, that's re- oh, man. Things have to happen. Yeah, it was a sad, sad moment. Uh, oh, also, there's a conspiracy with uh, with Joe that I have. A conspiracy uh, with Joe. Yeah, he's he's Dustin from season eight of Big Brother. Check it out. Just look up Dustin. It's him and his ex. His ex's name was Joe. So that's a big conspiracy. Joe you know? is actually on Big Dustin Brother season Big eight. Brother. We, we, uh, on evidence. Yeah, and his name was Dustin. Let's oh, see. Yeah. Check maybe, that out. Maybe Kretcher could find that and see if uh, that is, in fact, true. Maybe Joe's living a double life, or maybe he's just, uh, he took over somebody else's uh, life, and uh, he's not the, right. the man I know yeah. him to be. I am an assassin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah he's a double agent. Well, thank you for calling in with your horrific story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have fun. Oh, yeah. It was very, very good. Okay. Right. Hi, Jinx out. Bye-bye. Bye. Flowers and uh, you know, spaghetti and shit. I want now. to learn about this this face mask because we need to know about it. Welcome to my Sunday where I'm just sat here chilling in my jumper with a hair mask on. I don't know if you can see. Uh, it's a hair mask from Mixed Nature. I'll link down below the combination because, like, you make your I own. I can't but understand the damn words she's saying. Perfect time to do one of these testing yeah, out that's like the thickest videos. British accent I've ever heard. Apply it on the face, larger parts on the cheeks, and the smaller parts around the upper neck. Okay. Oh, and there's a diagram. Right. Let's see what we've got okay. in here. So there's a measure of just each ear hole. Yeah. Oh, the head strap. Oh my God, she looks Three. ridiculous. Look at, not- Ooh, look at that face. <laughs> well, I'm so confused. Okay, so it's uh, definitely on uh, and it's definitely tight. It, but, it just looks ridiculous. Um, I feel like the face mask underneath has yeah. moved. How much does this thing cost? We should get this. This should be our official uniform for OBDM. I know. We could wear that with our jingle bingle shirts and So there's another video of this woman wearing a this down here while she's eating Cheez Its. I like her style. Like she's like wearing this thing and then she's holding a box of Cheez Its. Like I like that. Yeah. Like, does it help? I mean you- Cheez Its are really fucking good. I, I really mean, want some Cheez Its right now, by the way. I I'm like thinking about Cheez Its. I mean, there's the Parmesan ones. There's so many good Cheez Its. Maybe that's Saturday. Maybe we need to get uh, cheese it. Yes, uh, a Saturday cheese it show. I'm on board with that. I you think know what it, I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use cheese it's. I'm going to crumble cheese it's and fry something in crumbled cheese it breading. Love it. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I don't know if I can crazy. eat. I'm getting like two teeth taken out tomorrow, uh, like wisdom teeth. I'm probably mm. going to be feeling. You like, haven't had your wisdom teeth out yet? No. No. How did you make it this long? I don't know. Yes. Hasn't it been hurting? 
Uh, no. I, so what happened? Oh. I got like a cavity in one of them. And instead of like, you know, filling it, they're just going to remove that. And so yeah, I, you don't need that shit. And so I think they're going to take out the rest of them. I think I got like two or three left. I don't know how. Like, you might as well. Yeah. Are you, are you going to go under or are you going to try to do the local anesthetic? I think just going to do local. I don't think I'm going to go under. Just, no, 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 no. Don't do that. What? Don't do that. Don't do Demand what? that they put you down. Really? You don't want to. Yeah. You do not want to. Really? I'm telling you. Yeah. It's like you're going to see everything. They're in your fucking mouth pulling shit out of it. Yeah. I, but the other times I've had, uh, like a, I, had, I had one wisdom tooth. It was already cracked. They just yanked that thing out. It was no problem. Under local anesthetic? Yeah. And then I, I wouldn't recommend that at all. I, nope. I, I don't know. Nope. What they, I don't know what they're going to do. Honestly, Joe, I don't want to. I don't want to have it done. You know, I I don't want. I'm not looking forward to it. You know, I fucking like. This is why dentists commit suicide. Apparently, they have like this high suicide rate. Like people don't like going to them. They have a very you know, specific skill set, and nobody wants to do it. But it is valuable because a lot of brain and you know bloodstream diseases come through your fucking mouth. So you need to do it. I don't know. I don't I'm not looking forward to it. And then we're going to be doing the show on Saturday uh, with my yeah. teeth taken out. I did schedule a stream for Friday night with Woke Societies. He's a, a guy who follows. You'll be fine by then. Just yeah. let, let them put you out and they'll give you some pain pills. I don't really like pain pills. They make me. I can't shit when I'm on these fucking pain I pills. I need some marijuana. Right. I just want marijuana. Yeah. So I'm not looking forward Mike, to that. It's tomorrow. Mike, is there any way you can schedule the tooth pull for the show? During that the show? That would be great. Yeah, yeah. Live stream that. So Logan in the chat says they cracked my molar taking my, wis- taking my wisdom teeth. So they cracked a molar in the process of mm-hmm. taking out your wisdom, wisdom teeth? That sounds like a, uh, a horrific experience. And then uh, Dante says, always be awake for your tooth extraction. They are nerds. They will need your help when, when it comes to pulling teeth. They're good at feeling, but not extracts. Okay. No, 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 Dante. I, I disagree. Mm. I disagree whole, wholeheartedly. They asked me when I went, because I went to the um, Ohio State University um, dental school. Uh, so it was for the kids, you know, but these were people who were in their graduate years. They weren't like the basically the dental hygienist level, you know, two, three, four years in the school. They were like basically surgeons at that point. And so they did it. And I was broke, you know, I didn't have insurance because you could do that at that time. And I went there and they're like, do you want local anesthetic or do you want anesthesia? And I was like, anesthesia? Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to say, they're pulling all four of them out. I don't want to be around for that. Fuck that. And it sucked. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not looking forward to it. I don't want to do it, but I have to. Yeah. If I, if I don't get that, that, that uh, wisdom teeth taken out, to, uh, at least the one of them with the, the cavity, it's just going to get worse. Please. Yes. Well, at least you don't smoke anymore because that was a big problem for yeah. me. They were like, um, you know, dry sockets and all yeah. these other things. That come up. That's the best thing about this. But other than, I'm not looking forward to it. It's going to be pain and misery. Yeah. It sucks. Well, just look forward to some, uh, you know, relax. Just, uh, you, you know, 
figure out which uh, movies and or, huh. or shows you want to watch. And oh, everyone and, knows uh, I'm just going to watch Star Trek: Next Generation again. Yeah, not like I watch anything new. Well, uh, well, no, Unsolved Mysteries won't be out tomorrow. Gosh no. darn it! Gosh dang it! That's it. What was the thing that is uh, for crying out loud? For crying out loud. (laughs) I'm getting my tooth pulled out. (laughs) Fucking boomer shit. You know, I'm going to go out and get, like, after the show, I'm going to go out and treat myself to something that I can eat because I'm not going to be able to eat, like, regular food for a while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know what? I'll tell you, my favorite food, because I, you know, I had a a broken neck and I was in the hospital. I couldn't eat any of this food. They're bringing out this shit from the hospital. It's like fucking cheeseburgers and like all this dumb shit. Like, why are you giving patients this food? This is the worst food anyone could ever eat. Yeah, like, this is what they would up. bring to me. Uh, Mr. Bell says, Mike, you should live stream it. I, I'll, I'll consider that. Sure. Yeah, I think it would be fun. <laughs> um, but they, like, I don't know why hospitals. It's like you're in the medical profession. Shouldn't you be feeding people nutritious food and 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 hoping that a conversation starts about oh, that was really really good? What was that? You know, because that's how you get fu- like preventative medicine starts with that. Like diet, I didn't yes. know healthy food could be because I didn't even know vegan food could be delicious. But I've had vegan food just because I was vegan for a couple of years. But you know, the only thing I could really put down when I was in the hospital was applesauce, and I loved it. I was and baby food. I got a lot of baby food. It's really good. Uh, Dante in the chat saying, Mike, you want to stay awake? Don't get put out. Be useful. So, okay. I don't uh, know about that. I, I would not want to be awake. I, I, maybe Dante is telling me to, uh, maybe it's a trick or a trap. Maybe. I don't know. What I'm I would do, say people. so. Yeah. Yes. They did. Um, I had a fucking ingrown toenail that they did surgery on and they just put up like a little barrier between my face and the foot. Mm-hmm. But I could see everything they were doing, and I could see how aggressively they were, you know, pulling on shit and everything. And I was like, this is horrifying. I do not want to see this. Like, I wished I was fucking unconscious for that. I, uh, uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to figure it out. This is, yeah. uh, Oh, boy. Yeah. And by the way, with everything going on in the show, this could be the worst episode in a very long time. This could be, this may be the worst episode ever. Oh, I hit the glory hole right here. Yeah. Well, I mean. I, I think we hit it. I, I mean, I think. That glory hole. I think we did it all. Uh, I think we did it all. I think we can get out of here, can't we, Joe? I think, I, I mean, if you're ready to go, I'm ready do to we go. Have, do we I'm... have any more stories to get to? Uh, I don't, I, I don't know if we do. I mean, Cretchen submit. There's a bunch of stuff in the Slack and the Discord. Yeah, let's take really a look good, in there real quick. I just quick, don't but... really. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like ready. I want to just go back to playing Last of Us. I'm almost. I feel like I'm close to done. Are you, Mike? Mike, before we wrap up, there's a microwave related story in the news. Channel. Oh, oh, I need okay. to. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about microwave. Yes. Let's see here. Um, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I, you have this. The same one I found, where a man's bladder explodes. That's a good one. <laughs> That's not that would have been you earlier. Yeah. No, no it's good. Kent District Library. Don't microwave your books. I'm trying to find that one. Oh, there Sorry we go. The Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kent District Library. Don't... Tonight, Kent District Library oh, there's a, there's has an a warning actual, for... actual uh, story here that can play. It's an actual... Maybe. Like 
Well, it's no, it's got a new story. I saw it. Uh, it's a good one. See, it's in it's in the news. Come on. I'm gonna get yeah, this. You don't you don't know if it's text over. No, I I, I heard some stuff. This is gonna be. I think okay. this is gonna be great. Tonight, Kent District Library has a warning for people after a book was returned with a burn mark, and it's all related to COVID nineteen. Thirteen on your side. Emma Nicholas explains. Finding new ways of doing things has been the key to preventing further spread of COVID nineteen. For the Kent District Library in Plainfield Township, it's looked like curbside pickup. We've been doing that for a couple of weeks, and it's been going really well and quarantined returns. The safest measure is just to set the books aside and the DVDs, leave them, and then after those 72 hours are up, then we check them in and they're safe to go to the next person. Which is why regional manager Elizabeth Guarino Kozlovich was surprised to find someone had taken matters into their own hands. It was a little funny. It was a little bit of a different day for me as a librarian. <laughs> when recently a returned book appeared to have been microwaved. And there was a little hole that went from the RFID tag all the way into the book. The metal tag placed in all library books caused it to catch fire. Guarino Kozlovich wants to reassure people no additional safety measures are necessary. You don't need to do anything to help kill any viruses on books. Just bring them back and let us take care of it. Though it was a comical discovery, she says she gets it. And I can understand that people are really they're a little nervous and a little scared and they're trying to do the right thing. You know, they're really they're thinking about how can we make sure everything is safe. In Plainfield Township, Emma Nicholas, 13 on your side. Plainfield Township? Yeah. Holy moly. That whole place is a giant pedo command base. <laughs> the rumor is. We don't know that for sure. Well, so that's the only reason my there dog is healthy today. Is tonight on the football field. You microwaved it? Yeah, I microwaved my dog yesterday. She's fine now. I mean, just that, like, you just have to kill the germs. Interesting. Threw in the microwave. She didn't like it, but... Yeah, dogs typically don't like that, but, uh, you know, every dog's different. Uh, yeah, I put, I put it on, like, defrost. It wasn't, like, high power. When you took your dog out of the microwave, was it a hot dog? <laughs> well, it's not funny anymore. You going to jail. Yeah, he needs to go to jail. How could you have done this? Look at this bullshit. <laughs> Look at this shit. <laughs> Oh my god! We're yeah, <laughs> I microwave everything that I feel like might be uh, dangerous. Yeah, <clears throat> I oh. microwave all my guns before I go shooting because I don't <laughs> want to, you know, <laughs> when I'm nice and hot. You want to, you want to get those uh, guns nice and warm before I get out going out and shoot them. You don't want to shoot a cold gun. It's not good for yourself. <laughs> you fucking microwave your library books, you dumb fuck. I, I like to microwave my shoes. <laughs> I microwave my shoes. In my glasses. I mean, I can actually understand that because you could get, you know, what, what, like there's there's things that you can get from the floor. Like the microwave like, uh, my staff head. infections and shit like this. It, it does make sense if you want to microwave your shoes. I guess there is some logic to that. You know, you could, but, you know, microwaving your glasses or your guns is not very logical. You shouldn't put guns in the microwave. It says it right I there on the side of the microwave. guns in the microwave. Well, there's no there, there's no warning sticker on the side that says I shouldn't put a gun in a no. microwave. No. Uh, hear that? How was I to know? The gun's ready. Here we go. <laughs> Kids, hear your guns. <laughs> hot guns with hot pockets. 
fresh. Here's, here's your fresh Glock. Well, and you remember the hot pocket. You microwave your hot pocket. Yeah. I put mine in the oven. Uh, you're an oven guy. Okay, I forgot. I'm an oven guy. Yeah, very much so. I use the the the, the microwave mostly for getting water hot for tea and shit like this but i don't i don't really use them. we unplug our uh microwave here we don't use it very rarely last time it was here yeah. uh, we use it was uh clown baby when uh he wanted to make some ramen or something but uh for we haven't unplugged we don't use it here yeah it's an evil evil devil machine we don't it's use a it. it's a piece of shit like get a toaster oven get an oven or just cook get a pan yeah for people fuck's sake buy a pan i'm tired of telling people this Every day I'm walking down the street saying, buy a pan, get a pan. <laughs> I'm hitting people with the pan. I'm hitting like, people yeah, with pans left and right. You need one of these. You see this? This is a pan. How are you going to defend yourself against someone ah. like me? <laughs> I hate microwaves. Buy pans. Ah. Read this. NASA is offering $35,000 $35, in prizes to design a toilet that will work on the moon. That's gonna be kind of hard to test that because of gravity. You don't want you don't want to take a crap or shit and then having it bounce off the bottom of the bowl back up on your on your bottom. That's not. I mean, that's gonna be messy in your spacesuit. You don't need mm -hmm. your you don't need to be sloshing around with piss and shit in your spacesuit because <laughs> it will just sink right to the bottom of your moon. Boots. I think you're gonna need some kinetic energy. I think you're gonna to have to have it spinning. Yeah, you know, a spinning toilet. I get it. Yeah. Well, if, you if your space down. diet, if if your space diet is based entirely on cheese, it's you won't have any problem like getting some force behind your evacuation. Blasting there. it, blasting it into whatever uh, I don't know orifice or hole. <laughs> this is what Trump wants. This is Trump's America, people. Space toilets, okay? Dump all you want. Let's <laughs> uh, see. NASA wants to help. Put the loo in lunar. So it's offering $35,000 in prizes to design a toilet that can be used on the moon. The space agency has set an ambitious goal of sending astronauts back to the moon by 2024. And the crew will obviously have to go to the bathroom during their mission. No, 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 no. If I was running that mission, no one pisses. No one takes a crap <laughs> during this entire mission. You're going to have to hold it until you get back to Earth, pal. That's what I'm saying, but hey. You should have gone before we left. You should have gone. <laughs> I kept asking you, did you go? <laughs> this is the last stop, kids. No, we're not stopping until we get to the moon. Uh, NASA may adopt the toilet design for its Artemis lunar lander, so it will need to work both in the microgravity of space or zero-G and on the moon, where the gravity is about the sixth of what it is of what we feel here on Earth, according to the design guidelines. Call you on the air. What's your favorite toilet? <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, what the fuck is the name of the toilet now? Is that Oh, what the hell is that? Sloan? Moen? Yeah. Emmis? Yeah, Sloan. Three gallons, one liter, or one liter yeah. per oh, foot. Yeah. Type. It's all about efficiency. I it also, really I, I am also uh, very preferential to the uh, no hands toilet. Ah, uh, no hands flush. Yeah, I like that too. Those are great. Yeah. So, Rob, you're on the air with us. You didn't call up to talk about toilets, not unless you did. Uh, what's no, on your I mind? I did actually. I, I actually did. Okay. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, I think this is the the uh, one thing that will expose the uh, Corey Good secret space program thing. Oh, as toilets. 
You're saying the they don't talk. They don't. They don't talk about toilets. They don't yeah. talk about how they took a shit out there on Mars. And yeah, I'm kind of with you. You know, if we do have like uh, slave colonies on Mars, where where where's all the toilets? Where's the restrooms? No one talks about. It. And it's my main complaint about shows like Walking Dead. You never see them cut to them. Uh, like on a toilet in a zombie attacks. Like no one takes the piss or shit in these like in these hyper apocalyptic movies. Like why isn't Rick Grimes taking his shit? He's been he's been up for days. I know it's a minor thing. I don't know. I mean, it's pretty major when you uh, have your cup of coffee. It really is, and especially in like in like a uh, in like ID four Independence Day. Uh, these characters, like uh, Will Smith's character and uh, Jeff Goldblum, they're not taking a piss on these space crafts when they, w- w- craft when they went to go try to blow up the mothership. It's a big plot hole in a lot of these scenarios. <laughs> David, <laughs> I think we found that's the major plot hole in uh, Secret Space Program. Yeah, I'm kind of, kind of, kind of doubting that it exists now. If they can't figure out how to how to get rid of the shit. Yeah, it's pretty critical. I'm glad NASA is invested investing in a, a moon toilet. I kind of want to put one in my new house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope they have a bidet on the moon toilet. Tell that, that would be it. tough because they spray water in in a low gravity situation. It's that water is just going to spray everywhere. Yeah, and you couldn't put a vacuum in there because it starts sucking your balls in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> none of you did anything to prevent this. <laughs> That's all I got, guys. I love uh, it. Shucky, shucky, quack quack and whatnot. Yeah, um, shucky, shucky ducky quack quack. Absolutely. Go I'm going to go enjoy my breakfast of Cheez-Its and Hot Pockets and then go use the auto toilet. All right, man. Take care, Rob. Appreciate your call. (laughs) Yeah. There's uh, nothing says nutrition like Hot Pockets and Cheez-Its. Yeah. It is the, it's the building blocks of this podcast. Hot hot Pockets (laughs) and Cheez-Its. Helps a a growing podcaster grow into all that they can be. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they definitely um, grow in size, that's for sure. Uh, bonus points will be awarded to the design that can capture vomit without requiring uh, the crew member to put his or her his or her head in a toilet. That's what NASA wants. Eh. So not only do they want a toilet that can take care of uh, of uh, poop and pee, but also vomit. Oh yeah, that, this, that's a bonus uh, addition <laughs> to the uh, space toilet. This is what I want. This is what I need. <laughs> It's got a hair holder. <laughs> uh, it goes on to say the toilet should be easy to clean and maintain and should have a turnaround time of five minutes or less between uses. It also needs to use less than 70 watts of power and make less noise than the average bathroom fan. Boy, they're asking Why? Me, I don't know. Why? Why? I like, to be, I like my toilets to be excessively noisy. Ha! <laughs> I mean, you're in space. What are you yeah. going to do? Wake up the neighbors? Yeah. Jesus fuck. Are you kidding me? I want my toilets to be like, I want people to know that I'm in the toilet. <laughs> you know? I've just destroyed this place. People know when I'm in there. It's just super loud. Like, it sounds like a juicer. <laughs> That's me in the toilet. <laughs> it sounds like a juicer, but no, it's just a normal, my normal toilet. That's it. That's some space toilet news. <laughs> uh, Do the uh, either the donut or the squirt gun one. I like okay. both of those. Seem pretty good. Um, man charged with uh, 
throwing donuts at an officer. A Wisconsin man who threw donuts at a police officer was arrested for DUI and has been officially charged. So he wasn't charged with assault. You know, was he trying to throw him in the cop's mouth? You know, like, some, <laughs> like I know you want this, buddy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, Joshua Hamry, 22, is now facing charges for, uh, with, uh, for DUI. But when I tried to stop the vehicle, the driver held out a bag of black chocolate donuts, dumping several out and uh, hitting my patrol car. A Missouri State <laughs> Highway Patrol trooper wrote in uh, a probable cause statement. I contacted a, a contract. I contacted a driver as he threw his keys out the window. According to the probable cause statement, Josh was intoxicated with some kind of drug. Uh, Josh Josh's bond has been set for uh, two thousand five hundred dollars with a condition that he consumes no alcohol while out on bail. Well, that's a bit of a downer, right? I know. I mean, you got your whole court case hanging over your head. You can't even get hammered. Yeah. Can't even uh, take the edge off with a few shots of whiskey and donuts. Uh, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. He's not being charged with assault, though. Just DUI, so he might get off easy. Yeah. I mean, he's got to puff that hair up a little bit. Use some, uh, you know, some, uh, I don't know, softening shampoo. Yeah, his it's, hair is it, it very, very flat. very stuck to his head. It's yeah. very flat. He looks like a, a white trash Justin Bieber. It just doesn't look good. Ooh, look at that face. Yeah, <laughs> the guy, the face of a, a guy who dumps donuts out under the ground and throws them at cops. <sighs> waste of waste of donuts. No, the phone line's still open. Yeah, the phone lines are casually open. Six one four three eight eight nine one zero nine. We'll be uh, mostly happy to take your phone calls. We'll be sticking around for a few more minutes. No, correct. So I um I finished Last of Us and I played it like it was my job. I was, I'd wake up in the middle of the night. I'd be like, um, probably not going to fall asleep for an hour or two. I'm going to play. So I'd play. And this is days and days. And I just was like, I got to be close. I got to be close. And the game just, it's, it's not annoying. It's, it's one of these things where you're like, holy fuck, there's like five games in this thing. And, uh, good God, is it violent? And, uh, I cried like a baby multiple times. John Smith doesn't seem, uh, very impressed by it. He says, BS uh, game. yeah, John Smith in the chat is saying BS game. Well, I, I can't comment. I, I never played uh, Last of Us. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Joe's opinion here. And uh, at some point, I, maybe when they reduce the price, I'll play the first one and the second one. If you buy the, um, the whatever, the there's one edition of uh, the current version that will get you both. The extended edition, I think, yeah. is what it is. But no, yeah. it's 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 phenomenal. Uh, not yeah. only visually, uh, visually it's great, but the characters are. Um, I mean, at, there's a point in the game where you're like, "Why do I have to play as this character? This is fucking stupid." And I don't want to be this character. I don't care about this character. And then PewDiePie, I was watching him do the playthrough, and he said he made a really good point. He's like, "If you had to play as this character first, and then the other characters came in, then it would make more sense. Yeah. So I think they just got the order switched up, and I and it makes it, that makes a lot more sense. But it's like at first when you start playing as this certain character, you're like bullshit. I don't want to do this. Um, and then, uh, but as you get through the game, um, it it switches back and forth almost like the original Modern Warfare, where you're playing as like 
soap and then private so-and-so and then these other guys. And so you play as all the different characters. And so you kind of see things from every side. And so that's what makes the plot uh, that much more intriguing. And you kind of have this anticipation of, I know what's going to happen. I know where we're heading. And, uh, and, and, and then it's just, you have the, the entire background and the backstory from the individual that um, you interact with in later parts of the game. It's just, it was, it was crazy. And I mean, like I said, I was just fucking rubbery one, man. Sometimes it was just happiness. And sometimes it was like, this is tragic as fuck. You know, it's rare that uh, a game can invoke that so much emotion, at least for me. You know, I don't get yeah. emotional during, uh, for games, for whatever reason. Uh, I, I will get emotional during like a TV show, uh, specifically when a Walking Dead character, like a Walking Dead character doesn't take a crap or a piss during the show. <laughs> get, it makes me very emotional. But if I can, if I can like, get that kind of um, suspension of disbelief and just get that into the game, I would love it. Uh, you know, I, I, I miss good storytelling in games, but I've been so consumed with first-person shooter stuff that I haven't played a long-form story game in quite a while. I started to dive into Witcher 3, um, but I got yeah. distracted by Modern Warfare. You know? Did you ever play Bioshock? Uh, a little bit. I watched my roommate at the time, Scott. He loved the game. He loved Bioshock. Yeah, it's probably one of the best games ever made. Yeah, yeah. It's a, like if I had to put it a top five game list, that would definitely be in it. Yeah. Maybe at like three or two, um, but Last of Us One would definitely be the first. Well, I will uh, maybe when I move, if they have a, I'll, I'll buy it, and I'd love to compare notes with you on it. But yeah. and, and speaking of that, uh, I'll be going on extended vacation in about a week and a half, so there won't be normal shows, people. But I, I urge you to are any uh, of the shows normal? No, no, <laughs> not really. Um, like I said at the uh, beginning of the show, I urge you, please subscribe to the audio-only RSS feed. Go to obdmpod.com. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're on Parlor now. Uh, we've got stuff going on DLive. We don't know how this whole content streaming, co- like conspiracy content on the Internet, is really going to shake out, at least when it comes to the major uh, social media platforms. So it is going to take some some effort to keep going, but uh, we're going to keep going as long as we can. You know, I'm going to try to see if the if the cheddar jack is different than the jalapeno. All right? No, I I haven't eaten a cheese it on air yet. I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to eat a little cheese it right now. Oh yeah, I do like some cheeses. It's like eating cardboard, really but it's really good. They Woo! make good breading. Okay, so that I mean, yeah, it tastes like cheese. Mm-hmm. 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 It's good. Okay. Mm. It's very. It, it's very much like Fruit Loops, where it's like they're all the same flavor. Mm-hmm. It's just the same flavor. Yeah. Oh, and just for the record, in chat, I don't read the chat a lot, especially on YouTube. But I'm. I'm we're, we're just bullshit right now. I really don't care if you guys like or hate Trump. I'm indifferent. Um, I'm a bit of a neutral party here. What I do care about is uh, consistency and uh, hypocrisy. We yep. like to have fun and uh, and goof around here. We just got to be mindful of what is said in the chat. And it should be a, a happy, good time. What you did know? somebody say something bad? Oh, just talking crap about Trump, and which I'm I'm okay with. I mean, I don't I don't yep. I don't give a good gosh darn. Uh, I'm just mindful of the community and keeping 
uh, a somewhat fun atmosphere. I know it can be divisive. We say divisive stuff all the time. Um, but we just, something we've got to be mindful of. Uh, we definitely yeah. want to be as inclusive as possible with different ideas and thoughts. So, uh, so we didn't we didn't talk about the did we talk about the the uh, Bubba Wallace or we talked about it last show? Yeah. Okay. So your comment makes me think because I know you enough. I mean, we've known each other for what thirty fucking years or some bullshit. It's um, like a long time. Yeah, very long time. Too long. Um, too long. And I don't think for one second that you're going to come on the show and say something disingenuous. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to come on the show and, and present false information or whatever. You're going to talk about things that you're seeing. Like maybe there's a story about a Bigfoot that we're like, eh, come on bullshit. Yeah. But I don't find you to be a disingenuous person. That said, I think when we come onto the show, we're saying the things that we believe, but when we, when we're looking at something like Jesse Smollett and all the celebrities uh, who come out and cry on Leno or whatever, you know, not Leno's not on anymore, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fallon, they, they, they were all crying and just to doubt him was a, uh, was racist. Same thing with this Bubba guy. Same, same exact story. Just a re- repeat, you know, the, they're out of memory. They are, there's no more uh, Ram left. And so they just repeat the same story. Do you think they actually believe it though? Uh, that's, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, the only perspective I really have is my own. Um, I'm very diplomatic. I'm even handed. I don't often fly off the handle or get hyper emotional about stuff, which could be good or bad. I don't know. Uh, but with some of these people, I, I think in that moment that they are either one really good actors or two, they really believe it. Um, it's tough, but like for instance, Bubba Wallace I think part of it is shame that he feels like he was duped or given the wrong information and you double down and that just kind of spirals out of control and he, that no one wants to look like a fool. And I think that he was given information by the head of NASCAR about what was going on in his garage. That person who said that was hypersensitive and I think it just spiraled out of control. And instead of apologizing and saying, listen, we were oversensitive because of everything going on. Uh, so our apologies. And that's essentially yeah. what Don Lemon was saying, believe it or not. Like Don Lemon was trying to get to that. But Bubba Walls just kind of doubled down and didn't. And I get it. He was being hit with a lot of stuff on, on social media. So that causes someone to retreat and to double down, not reflect thoughtfully. Uh, very, very rarely does that happen. It just, in this state, with how much information we are being shoveled, people double down instead of going, hmm, maybe I was wrong. Maybe yeah. I acted too quickly. How did how did Sean King manage to stay black, but uh, the other chick from uh, the NAACP out in uh, Oregon I don't get or whatever? I don't understand. I don't. How, understand. Did, how did she? She had to be white. Rachel Dolezal. Thank you, Crash. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't how did Rachel Dolezal? She had to be. Is it a woman thing? That's that's like a sexist thing. Because why can't she? She can't continue to hold up the narrative that she's black and Sean King can. I don't understand uh, what goes on with with uh, Sean King or his position or anything like like that. I don't get it, and uh, yeah. I, I firmly believe people should be whatever they want to be, and um, that's that. Uh, but I don't understand who makes the decision of who is what thing and and who is not another. I, I, I identify as a gay, paraplegic, transgender, lesbian, black. Uh, disabled person, and I want a job. 
and you have well, to hire me, and you can never fire me. I, I know you as my gay anarchist friend, um, and that's uh, that's what I know. And when mm-hmm. I try to describe to people uh, what the show is, when I try to describe to them what what we do here and who we are, it's bizarre. Like it does. Like when I tell them, like my co-host Joe, uh, he's a gay anarchist. We're like what? How is that even possible? Uh, it's a novelty for some, and then it's a dismissing point for others. So yeah, I, I get it. But uh, we are getting the legend of Peter, which I don't know that we've gotten a lot of comments from him. Taco Bell, uh-huh. Vendever. <laughs> what a name. We need a Vegas Sugar shooting a update. Crack. A Vegas shooting update? Yeah, that's what he said. There's only speculation at this point about what happened during the Vegas shooting. What was the reasons behind that? Because the, the, all those records right now are sealed, and they were sealed yeah. by the FBI. So unless there's some change directed or ordered by Trump to open up certain things, it's not going to happen. I don't even think it's on the forefront of Trump's mind or AG Barr at this point. Uh, or the public. What's that? Or the public, for that matter, yeah. The public, yeah. It's funny. One of the, it, it, it apparently was the biggest shooting. I mean, so many questions around it. And this is one of those things where it's like, I think we all have a right to know what the fuck exactly happened yeah. and what the motivation was here. And it just got dropped like a ton of bricks. Same as that uh, New Mexico compound yeah. with the, you know, we're training uh, school shooters. It was a bunch of apparently Muslims. We should do training a, we school should, shooters with we, dead bodies in the base. <laughs> maybe we should do a follow up on that. Maybe next show we do some follow up. We'll do a follow up on that. Where's that at? Uh, we could go into some speculation about the Vegas shooting. There's definitely some rumors about what happened and why it's been kept so secret. Uh, one of which is that it was an operation, a run by the old guard, uh, in Saudi Arabia to try to kick something off with links to possible left wing, left wing groups here in the United States. But it's all speculation. It is. This is all speculation in theory at this point. Yeah. I was talking to this guy who lives in the community and, I'm pretty sure he's gay. I, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, make it too many assumptions. He doesn't here, but, walk uh, around saying this. But I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. He doesn't walk around <laughs> announcing it. <laughs> no, he's he's got a dog. He's like the neighborhood dog friendly guy. He's got treats for any dog that comes by. He's just a, he's a cool guy. He's he, But we it somehow our conversation went on for, I don't know, 40 minutes. Like I was just walking my dog and he and I stopped to start talking to each other. And it just got into like, look, man, my, you know, my parents were alive during JFK and I lived through 9-11 and the 2008 financial crisis and everything. And, you know, I just it's it's disappointing to think that people kind of just they just ride along with all this stuff without questioning it. And that got us into conspiracy theory talking. And he's very much on board with everything. And I wouldn't have never had these conversations with him unless he volunteered some information. But he was like, yeah. It's, it's total bullshit. Like, yeah, it's like, how in the world are you going to explain that there are no plane pieces at the Pentagon or yeah, at the Pentagon? Although they have since produced Photoshop. There are, ones, there, there, there are some, I guess, what looks to be plane pieces at the Pentagon. I just think the whole situation has uh, been misrepresented um, mm-hmm. by any, it, it, there's much more to the story about 9-11. It's not just lasers or, or holographic planes. There's, there's some mm-hmm. stuff. There's some real questions some around stuff. it. There's some stuff. There's some questions. And JFK, same thing. Like, you know, the route changing and all the different things that happened to lead up to that. Jack Ruby, all of the stuff that goes into that. You got Operation Northwoods, which we talked about earlier. I mean, just that alone is enough to give you some insight as to how these motherfuckers think. So, I don't know. It's um, 
it, it makes you uh, long for Bigfoot and aliens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it'd be way more interesting. <laughs> uh, Ricky from the Ripple Effect podcast in the chat. Hey, Ricky. Uh, he said, check out the documentary, What Happened in Vegas. I haven't seen that. I haven't watched that. I'll have to check that oh, out. Good, good. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah. check out Ricky's. Uh, you can look, look up uh, the Ripple Effect podcast on YouTube or on uh, iTunes. He, he interviews oh, people. He's part of the Union uh, of the yeah. Unwanted. Uh, he's part of the, the core group. It's uh, Ricky, myself, Sam Tripoli, and Charlie Robinson. We'll be doing another stream on Monday with, I think, uh, Grimerica is going to join us and Edge of Sweet. Wonder. So. It's all happening, oh, people. Oh, shit. But you know what? I Google it, and it's, it comes up with a lot of this, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Oh, well. Oh, I, put it, I put in carriage up, Joe. Okay, thank you. Let's bring it up on screen real quick. I think we got to get out of here soon. I got to make my bed and vacuum. All right, let's hit Cratchit's bucket of fun. Bucket of fun? I love fun. Uh, where do I find this bucket of fun? Uh, oh, I put it in Dino's den accidentally. I can put it in Carrot Shop. Sorry. Okay. Carrot oh. Shop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, so this is <laughs> Reinar pilots investigated after one. I think it's Ryanair. Ryanair. I'm sorry. One major airline. Sorry, Ryanair. Put in place. Glancing there. again. Yeah, I'm, I'm glancing. I'm glancing. This is your second, second Irish story of the night. Oh, really? Aye, laddie. Yes. I let me read this story here. Hold on. Actually, there's a news report. I don't, I don't got to read. You can just play the uh, the audio, and that'll save us a lot of headaches. Oh, my God. It won't let me play it, Joe. Welcome here we go. back. One major airline easing restrictions that were put in place over coronavirus fears. American Airlines says starting July 1st, they will no longer limit the capacity of its flights. But is that really the right move? Let's bring in Kurt, the cyber guy. Kurt, you travel now, This may be an unrelated story. Yeah, I can, think they rolled an unrelated know, video maybe. in there. Oh, that's they bullshit. do that a lot. And it's so, it's so tacky when they do that. So I'll, I'll read it because yeah. I know you're... Yeah, I'm struggling you, today. You've been mouthing off yeah. the whole show. I really but have yeah, been. What a, why put a video under the headline and the subhead and then have it be completely unrelated? Good for you. Hello, Mr. Relevance. Ryan Air Pilots investigated after one caught uh, handling planes throttle with rubber chicken report. Jokes and yokes are on the aviators for the alleged stunt. Oh, my God. It's one of these. Uh, Ryanair pilots who were reportedly under investigation after one, one was caught handling an airplane throttle with a rubber chicken. A spokesperson. Giving me a knobber. <laughs> low cost carrier has since insisted that the footage, while unprofessional, was captured on the ground in a parked plane that was not running. Okay, so no, fire them. Kill them. Keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> Video footage surfaced on Sunday of two Ryanair pilots joking around in the cockpit of the Boeing 737-800 with the rubber bird. It's unreported. In film obtained by the outlet, one of the aviators allegedly... That's the video I want to see. I want to see him uh, fucking around with this rubber bird in the cockpit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't get much better combination of words. Yeah. <laughs> in another clip, the same pilot is said to have sent other crew members into hysterics when he squeezed the chicken toy to make funny noises. Okay. It sounds like this guy's a real prankster on the airline. Oh, is this one have video, Cretchen? No, there's images there. I'm trying to find the video. 
but this at least has images from the video, so it gives you an idea. Is this guy like yeah. a prop comic slash pilot, yeah. like his carrot carrot top of the airlines? Carrot top, <laughs> carrot top is now a yeah. pilot. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> times are tough. He's really ripped too. <laughs> <laughs> he squeezed the rubber chicken in it, it turned into <laughs> dust. <laughs> But he's still ripped. You can't you can't hold on to that kind of. I'm glad mass. that the news story provides an example picture of what a rubber chicken is and how it is being choked. Like the, this is ridiculous. So the, I know, uh, the, I, the, these pilots are in trouble because they are goofing around in a plane with a rubber chicken. That was parked. That was parked. The, the, the plane wasn't even flying. They're just they just got their. This guy probably they probably take their rubber rubber chickens everywhere. They probably take it to might eat. Might be his lucky rubber chicken. Yeah, I only fly with my rubber chicken. <laughs> squawky yeah i ain't flying unless i'm taking my rubber chicken with me because if i don't have it we're crashing <laughs> keep fucking that chicken what's the all right you want to move on or you want to no, i want to know what the re- like what the result is like but how serious is this are they going to be fired i think because people are already spooked out around the coronavirus i think every little thing you can see the one picture in the second story that Cretchen put in there him it doesn't i mean he's literally got the rubber chicken between his hand and some knob but he's not moving i'm i mean i'd assume if it's parked Giving it's not me like a you're knob. fucking around with there so you, i mean i don't know is the rubber chicken flying the plane now is he a co-pilot i don't know <laughs> if this guy's passed this test uh maybe that's the concern here you really first shouldn't, officer squawky yeah, you really shouldn't put the rubber chicken in charge of flying it's frowned upon no i think the the chicken actually breathed higher than the point four percent so <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty hammered. The, the chicken, was, the rubber chicken, was hammered, and it's a good thing he's not flying. He probably would have lost his wings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh boy! But All right, next done. one. Uh, the last one. Of the, yeah, we'll do the next one. So the last uh, sentence here for the uh, the rubber chicken pilot story is: We encourage our crew to enjoy their work. However, we expect them to remain professional at all times. Leave your chickens at home, people. <laughs> All right. Well, that kind of sucks for them. You're going to have to go through security. Any rubber chickens and laptops? <laughs> you got to check them. There's a, there's a one rubber chicken limit per person, okay? You can take, a, you can take a one piece of uh, like luggage, that's it. Oh, but after that, you got to store your, your, your rubber chicken underneath the seat of the person in front of you. And don't, don't take it out. On it. <laughs> well, you can, some of them squeak, so you know, yeah. it's like the whole plane squeaking. This is a bunch of pl- the plane is full of rubber chickens. People just squeezing <laughs> the rubber chickens. What, a, what an annoying plane! <laughs> this Holy could be shit. a problem. <laughs> I don't know, Hulk. It sounds like a party to me. <laughs> it sounds like an okay plane, plane ride. Uh, okay, the next uh, next story we got going on here. I think this one does, in fact, have a video. Okay. Um, upstate New York man fights to keep wooden penis sculpture on his front lawn. Now, this is a protest I can get behind wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Um, let's see if I can... See if I can find the video for this. So you're going to get behind a giant wooden penis? That's right. That's. <laughs> I said I was going to do it, so I guess I got to do it now. <laughs> uh, here we go. Here's a here's a news story. A uh, word of caution before this next story, which is about a Saratoga <clears throat> County man accused of displaying uh, word of- offensive sexual material. It contains images of a carved wooden penis. Mark Mulholland brings us the story live from our Saratoga newsroom. Mark. 
Well, Jerry, the man who carved and displayed it was arrested Penis and charged man. with a misdemeanor. <laughs> Jamie Gagne has lived on Ruggles Road for 10 years. Recently, he's found himself in a dispute with the town of Wilton over plans for his workshop, which the town says aren't up to code, and they issued a stop work order. I just want to live in peace and finish my workshop. Gagne says he's eager to do what's needed, but says the town has been ignoring his communication. But this was hard to ignore. He carved a seven-foot penis out of a pine tree and placed it in his front yard. He says people penis laughed man. and he put up a sign encouraging them to take pictures. That's got to get moved off the front yard. So he was a little surprised when state police showed up Thursday, said they'd gotten a complaint and told him to take it down. Gagne complied with state police and moved the statue into his backyard. He's since returned it to the front lawn and placed this sign here to conceal it. That was after he was arrested. The troopers handcuffed him and charged him with a public display of offensive sexual material. This is trying to protect the, the issue of potential exploitation in a sexual manner, particularly as it relates to protecting children. Gagne doesn't think the statute applies. It's just a giant piece of wood. You think about going to a park and there's a statue, you know, of a little boy peeing. FYI, a, you know, like um, real quick, this guy's got behind him a troll. Like he's got some troll symbols. This guy is definitely trolling. He's definitely pushing, trying to push the community standards. And he's pushing the envelope over there. He's got like a sign up with like a little some some meme stuff going on. You know, he's a jokester. He's a prankster. Like a marble statue of a naked, bare-breasted woman. And says he plans to fight the charge. This is a clear First Amendment right. Um, one person is offended versus dozens of people that you know were complimenting me. Wilton Supervisor John Lance says he's happy the statue is down and says Look there was no way guy. to deal with anger. Now, the neighbor who Gagne says has been complaining to the town declined an on-camera interview request today. Reporting live in our Saratoga newsroom, I'm Mark Mulholland. Jerry, back to you. I think this proves a lot of stuff, Joe. That if you people right. want statues taken down, just put like a penis on Christopher Columbus. Put a penis <laughs> on Teddy Roosevelt, you know, and the fucking officials will act right away. They will. Yeah, that's like when they, they spray paint dicks around potholes. Yeah. And then the city is like finally comes out and does yeah. it. Because if you try to fill them yourself, they're like, they'll ticket you or punish you because it's like, well, you didn't do it to city code. It's like, you didn't do it at all, bitch. People, <laughs> governments hate penises. That is, a, that is a fucking fact. Penis man. They hate penis man. They hate penis written anywhere. They hate statues of penises. They don't like boobies, too. Women are not immune to this. People, they don't like boobies or penises in public. So if you want anything taken down, draw boobies on it and a penis, and that thing's coming down. <laughs> Lesson learned, people. There's no, there's no need. Penises might make it come up for me. You know me. how much effort the protesters are, 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 are putting into like taking down these Confederate monuments? Just put a dick on it, and, and the, the government will come take it down for you. Yeah, and y'all have a good laugh. Yeah, and it's fun. People like peepees and wee-wees. <laughs> well, not the government, but us people do. Us peons do. Yeah. No pun intended. Most of us, yeah. Well, What do you, what do you say we uh, go out on a, on a fun note and then uh, do a little longer on Saturday? Can you do that? Yeah. Well, I can, uh, yeah, I definitely can do longer on, uh, on Saturday. We should. Everything else I have is somewhat long-formish. Yeah, I got, I, uh, stuff. I got, I got uh, a fun one here for everyone. It's just goofy. Like, yeah, I've got a goofy one too. Though. Okay, I'm gonna do a goofy one. Then you do a goofy one. Yeah, we'll, we'll do two goofy. 
Uh, headline here: Pokemon Go Grandpa takes. Wait, 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 wait. Should we open up the phone lines and take caller suggestions as to which snack we should try on the Fourth of July? We will, which is Saturday. Yeah. Let's let's open them up now and see if they'll call in and we'll call in with your snack time. suggestions. Be dialing. We're looking people. for American suggestions, American foods, hot dogs potentially, but no, nah, everybody's had a hot dog. We want to do something that probably no one's eaten. Yeah, so it's off the beaten off the beaten path snacks that says this is America. This is what I want. This is what I need. Think about it, people. Uh, but headline here: Pokemon Go Grandpa takes Pokemon hunt to new heights with. 64 smartphones strapped to his bike and you could there's a picture on screen this Holy grandpa shit. this old man is driving around on his bike with 64 cell phones i don't know how he sees the road it's insane wow i mean look at that guy yeah this guy a taiwanese uh, pensioner who once made uh, international headlines for strapping uh, almost a dozen smartphones to his bicycle so he could catch multiple Pokemon Go's God. faster, has now taken his passion uh, for the mobile game to new heights with the whopping 64 phones attached to his bike. This guy is trying to catch monsters, Pokemonsters. This is what he's doing in his free time, people. It's crazy. Oh. Ooh, look at that face. <laughs> That's the face of a gamer right there. <laughs> this guy loves the game. There, people will get obsessed about that damn game, but this is incredible for people who can't see it. It's like an inverted Christmas tree of smartphones. I don't even know how you would access half of these, but you could see he's got Pokemon up on most of them. I don't yeah. know what's going on. on he's some looking of these at phones. porn on half of them, Pokemon on the other half. <laughs> this guy's w- walking around, pumping off, capturing monsters. <laughs> I don't think I think that's frowned upon in Taiwan, but uh, yeah, it might be a little bit more liberal over there. Uh, there's like there's news reports. This guy, this guy is making making the news all over the place. Let's take this phone call. Caller, you're on the air. What's your favorite American snack? Uh, poppy cock. Uh, is that a real snack? It is a snack. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Poppy. Also, it's also, it's also you know it. Dutch for soft dung, literally. Oh wow, that's great. I'm not eating. I'm not eating soft dung. If you firm it up a little bit, we'll talk. What's on your mind, buddy? I called in. Oh, I I just I heard all this. Like I'm I'm calling into the cock cast and yeah. uh, wanted to do uh, Project Penis because I feel like we just came upon the final solution here. Oh gosh! Yeah. Don't th- don't talk about final solutions. You're going to get us banned. Yeah, come on. What are you doing? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, but like uh, I think Penis Man was maybe. Ahead of his time, just not like by weeks or months, maybe. But uh, if every pothole, every statue just gets a penis, yeah, one day at a time, we're cleaning up America, maybe. Uh, I think so. I think people are. I mean, it is such a simple solution. People are overlooking it. The the penis can uh, bring down governments. Look how qu- <laughs> look how quickly they reacted to just a, a wooden penis. Yeah, it was a big, powerful wooden penis, probably like ten feet tall in the guy's front yard. But they acted pretty darn quickly. Yeah. Penis uh, and, man. Look, New Orleans, they, they can't keep the pumps on, and there's potholes everywhere. God forbid someone were to take industrial uh, white paint and put cocks around every pothole. Yeah. There'd be cocks oh. everywhere. We could It'd be a new penis man epidemic. I feel like it's Fight Club meets Penis Man meets 
2020. So like yeah. throw in some murder hornets and some BLM. I don't know. Yeah. How does it work out? Big BBC. Is that involved? How does this talk? We I I want it all together. Whatever you don't like, put a penis on it and it'll be taken <laughs> down and or destroyed. So just, I mean, just be careful people. I mean, it's a very powerful tool that we've discovered here. Uh, it's, it's a hype. Hyper cock sigil. How do we get um, COVID cock with penis man? And be, I want all of it, and I want Sasquatch to be like the guy holding it all. Yeah, I mean, I mean we should. Give me a knob. Yeah, it's a trifecta uh, that you're at. I mean, right? You what you have there is a black magic. It is too powerful. What you just said right there. It's one step at a time. And I, I have it up I on. I, I have it up on screen here. I have uh, poppy cock up on uh, screen here. It's a corn, it's a corn pop treat from Orville uh, Redenbacher. Corn pop That's was cool. a bad dude. It's it's a corn pop snap. You know that? Well, I was gonna suggest Cracker Jacks because baseball, America's yeah. pastime, and nobody can play it anyway. Um, poppycock is actually a really good like alternative, cock. and I've never had it. I've never had poppycock either. I think Joe's had a lot of poppycock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always ask him to hold the poppy. Or actually shoot that in my veins first. <laughs> really, this is a family show. Enjoy y'all's Independence Day. I love y'all. Keep it up. Hey, thank you. This is Junkyard, isn't it? You fucking know it. Yeah, Junkyard. Hey, thank you for calling <laughs> up, buddy. Be careful there out there. All right? Oh, yeah. All right. Dig it. I kind of like the poppycock idea. I thought Poppy he was Cock's joking around. He was like, it's a real snack. I, I, didn't, I never heard of it before. Oh, yeah. Big time. And I'm a big Orville Redenbacher ba- uh, fan. I, I can't believe I've never heard of this before. So. I know. You went to his funeral. I did. I was there. <laughs> I loved him. Uh, that's it. I mean, that's all I really got on the uh, the, the, the Pokemon grandpa. Uh, he, okay. Well, he, I, got, I, got. I got one one cute little one to get us out of here. These are, uh, I'll, I'm, this is on K-Dog's advice, who advised me that, you know, it's fun to go out on stories that are just lighthearted. So, K Dog is your news advisor. He's my spiritual advisor. So he's got double duty there. So what you mm-hmm. put up on screen is like these are some some foxes playing around. Yeah. So people have been domesticating uh, the wild fox to determine how long it would take, and they you know they basically rebreed the friendlier ones and let the other ones kind of I don't know they maybe turn them into hats or oh. something. They're so cute. And they're laughing like they're, these, these these red foxes are on the not the not the comedian, but this is the actual animal uh, rolling around on the ground, uh, making all those cute little noises. Oh. Would you ever get a fox, Joe? I mean, I don't. I wouldn't be opposed to it. They're very cute. They are so super cute. But yeah, apparently you can breed them to be domestic. They're never like, well, I don't know that they become like housebroken in the same way a dog does. I think you're going to need a couple centuries. I think that. that I think they can be a big problem. There are some some videos of uh, online of people who, ha- who do have pet foxes, but there are also wild creatures that 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 wild gene, whatever it is, hasn't been fully bred out of them. I mean, as much as you can domesticate any wild creature, you know, it took what thousands of years for the, the the wolf to fully be domesticated into what we have as dogs. So, it, yeah. but these, I think these, it could have been over centuries. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, thousands of years. You said yes. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's it's a long time coming for them. But these so. foxes are really goddamn cute. 
They are, and they giggle. I they, they are very cute and giggling. We should get Anderson Cooper giggling with the fox. Yes, I'd love that. Should we adopt the fox as uh, our new OBDM logo, like incorporate in some way? Like have a fox holding an assault rifle? Uh, giggling. Yeah. It's, they're fun. Oh, they're cute. Oh. I'm going to watch that. Whenever, whenever I'm sad, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, that's a, that, was a, that was a positive note, Joe. We certainly did go out on a positive, happy note. Uh, let's, put, let's put this up on screen. Uh, Mike Tyson is set to fight a great white shark. A boxing legend will be engaging in a fight of the decade with a giant man-eating shark. Yes, really. The 54-year-old former boxing, uh, former heavyweight champion uh, revealed that he would be participating in an outrageous stunt in the name of scientific research as part of the Discovery Channel's Tyson versus Jaws Rumble in the Reef event uh, for Shark Week. Oh, hey, look at that. Shark Week, people. Oh, man. Mike Tyson's going to kick the shit out of a, of a shark. And isn't this animal cruelty? But I guess the, the shark can defend himself. Yes. Uh, the fight, which will take place August 9th, will be... Uh, will be... Uh, commented and announced by Michael Buffer. I don't know who that guy is. Uh, with fame ring announcer Michael Buffer calling the shots, these two heavyweights will square off underwater where Mike Tyson will try to score a knockout over this massive shark, all in the name of research. It just sounds like this is the next level of U, uh, UFC. Now people are fighting sharks and monkeys and bears? Yeah, why not? Uh, according to Tyson, this event will help him overcome his fear of returning to the ring. But he has no fear of fighting a great white shark. Yeah, Cratchit is reminding us that Michael Buffer is the let's get ready to rumble guy. I think he, uh, he trademarked that. Yeah. Uh, quote, I equate this with overcoming my fear of getting back into the ring at, uh, at 54 years old. You know that Mike Tyson is going back into to the ring to fight? Oh, but with a shark. No, he's, I think after he fights the shark and he wins... <laughs> I, I honestly, I think he's going back in to fight other humans. That's cool. The dude is ripped, I mean, the man. Guy the guy's was training. really talented. Yeah, yeah, he was crazy. But when you know you're young and you get rich and famous that quickly, it's. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, think about all the the famous Britney Spears and the the twins from Full House and all this stuff. Like some of these people, Holly Culkin, they lose their minds. I don't know too if, much too quick. I don't know if it's possible to really effectively punch a shark underwater. You know, think about. Well, but that's what they say you're supposed to do. If a shark is attacking, you're supposed to punch it. You really you are, but you move so slow underwater. You figure like you want you want to like use like a, a knife hand, like a karate but chop. If you don't have any knives, it's a short a distance. knife you hand, just punch yeah, like a karate you chop. You want to look at look at how I'm 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 making karate moves here. <laughs> but it, you say. Like you want to do like, so sometimes you might do this in a romantic fashion where you pick up, you know, your, your partner's face and you bring them to you, to you to make out or do something, you know, sexual, but you can do the same thing with a shark where you just pick up their face and you just pull it out of the water and you just start punching it. Yeah. I mean, 
I'd love to punch a shark. I want to punch a horse. Okay. I want to punch a goddamn monkey right out of a tree. Yes. I want to punch all the animals. I want for there to be a zoo exclusively dedicated to punching every animal at the zoo. Punch a giraffe, punch an elephant, you know? You want a punching zoo. <laughs> I want a punching zoo. Yeah. That sounds pretty costly. I mean, punch a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd punch some seagulls, maybe. Punch a seagull. <laughs> punch an owl. A spotted owl. I want to punch a spot. <laughs> now you're getting exotic. This sounds like uh, what rich people do. You know, instead of like going out and like hunting caged wild exotic animals, you want to you want like a blue collar punching zoo. It's like a petting zoo, but it's why a punching should, zoo. Why, why should uh, eliminating uh, creatures be only for the rich? No. The blue collar and, <laughs> and the re- us middle class all. people need to punch animals too, don't we? <laughs> well, Not that's just the for thing the rich. You don't get to kill them, but you can punch them. Okay. You can slap oh. them. You can kick <laughs> them in the nuts. You can kick them in the nuts. <laughs> if they have them. How do you find a shark nuts? Like shark nuts. I, I don't even know if shark, sharks have nuts. Balls. Me neither. I want to kick a monkey, a monkey in the boner. boner. Wouldn't that be great, it's though, a, to have a punching zoo? No, I, I'm against animal cruelty like this. This seems, like, barbaric. Yeah, but it, no, but it's, it's just a novel idea. It is. I think this is... If it's I, a big boondoggle. You put a bunch of money in it. You write it off on your taxes. No one's going to pay to punch animals. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe they, they would. I Maybe. think you open, you'd be surprised the amount of business you would get. <laughs> Especially if you had an open bar. We're like, hey, do a, shot of, do a shot of Jack Daniels and go punch, punch yourself a kangaroo. Be careful. They punch back, though. Hey, man. I don't think it's that far-fetched, Joe. I think you think it's a bad business idea, but I think people would sign up for it. Mike Tyson would be there every day, practicing before he gets back in the ring. Gotta tell him to stop punching elephants. They don't like it. He's got a season pass. He's season pass the punching zoo. Uh, uh, I got some other headlines over here. Um, Lollapalooza 2020 will be online. Lollapalooza Joe will be online. Hmm. Who's going to tune in for that bull crap? Porno for Pyros is playing. You know who that is? Perry Farrell's second band after yeah, Jane's okay. Addiction. Yep. Ha! Uh, it looks like uh, the rich are looking to buy access to COVID safe havens. Yes, the, the rich are looking to buy uh, places all away from COVID. This seems like the... Par for the course, though. Oh, my God. This is not an original idea. What, buying safe havens? No, cyanide and happiness. Punching zoo. Oh. Cratchit found it. Oh, somebody already has your idea? I mean, yeah, it didn't seem that original. He's like, you put something in a zoo and you punch it. I mean, it it seems (laughs) like something like a fifth grader would come up with. Yeah. (laughs) I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. I mean, you're keeping it young. A uh, 15-year-old allegedly suffered stroke after playing video games for almost non nonstop for a month. 
Yeah, Cratchit found this one where the zookeeper punches a kangaroo in the head. Yeah, I remember this clip. Do you remember this one? Yeah, it's a good one. Put it on screen. Yeah, this guy runs out of his vehicle, uh, is going towards his dog. I think his dog is being accosted by a kangaroo. The kangaroo gives up yeah. on his back hands, and they're going to squaring off right now. The man, uh, and it cuts to a goddamn commercial. Yeah, it cuts to some dope. Well, if you go to like a minute 50, it looks like... Yeah, the man connects squarely with the, the kangaroo. The kangaroo reels back going, what the hell did this human just do to me? Punch me right in the nose. But you got to be careful. These kangaroos, they have sharp claws on their feet. They'll scratch the fuck out of you. They'll rip you apart. Yeah. It's all true. Yeah, the guy <laughs> is, is punching the crap out of this kangaroo. I think he was trying to save his dog. He was. Yeah, I, just think, I mean, the dog was looking scared being held by that kangaroo. We don't know what that kangaroo is doing to that dog. <laughs> Maybe trying to punch it. I don't know. Giving me a knobber. Giving. Oh, good old Cratchit. Found another one. You found gorilla another? punches another gorilla. Gorilla punches another gorilla? Okay. Yeah. I'll watch this. Yeah, gorilla is walking over to looks like a younger gorilla, and starts petting it. And uh, yeah, they're getting along. They're getting along. They're playing. They're playing. They're having a good time playing. And uh, yeah, Richard says it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Well, stop finding me disappointing videos. It looks all right. This looks like a happy gorilla time. All right, let's, yeah. do, some, let's do some other news here. Come on. The phone lines, I'm leaving the phone lines wide open for the next 25 I'm going to look up punching animals on YouTube and see what we come up with. Uh, I'm sure there's quite... Oh, man, this is Dairy Farm. Animals versus humans compilation. I don't know if I want to... We should really hit the headlines. Shouldn't we hear it instead of just watching animals getting pummeled? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> this is what Trump does when he's not working. He likes, he, he likes watching the Gorilla Channel. He watches the Gorilla Channel. We've, we're turning into Trump right now. <laughs> China. Give me a give me a story here. International scientists band together to save endangered scrotum frog. Uh, scrotum. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Cratchit says at fifty two, the gorilla does actually get punched. Oh well. Oh, it's just a little bitch punch. I couldn't hang in that long. Yeah, it's it's nothing big. Yeah, I couldn't. It's I could. it's, it's kind of like a back slap. Yeah. Uh, what other kind of news we got over there? Uh, anything? Oh, uh, yeah. Here's one that Crash had found that I want to talk about. This because this is so weird. Uh, thieves steal entire hall building in broad daylight. Yes. Police say a 33 foot wide wooden hut was removed piece by piece by two men over a six hour period and loaded into a white van. The thieves made numerous trips to the site in Chanterlands Avenue and Hall between uh, 9 and uh, maybe past this over like past midnight, I guess. They continued to dismantle the hut despite being challenged by staff, according to Humberside Police. Wow, so these people are determined to take this thing piece by piece. They were even confronted saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't take that structure. They said, nah. uh we're taking this entire building, and you're not going to stop us. 
in uh, an appeal for information, the force said the incident was reported to us once it was established that the men did not have the authority to remove the building, which is which is a valuable resource for the sports center and uh, well used by the local community. Well, I'm looking at the building; it looks like a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. It's dilapidated. I wouldn't steal it. It like there's a door, and then right next to the door, there's a hole. It looks like a piece of junk. If they cared about the building, they should have fixed it up. Obviously, they didn't care about it that much. They allowed an entire building to be taken. Yeah, I guess Trump's doing the same thing in Portland, right? Right? Am I right or am I right? Am I right or am I right? <sighs> I mean, that's ballsy. Stealing a car, one thing. Stealing a building, you know. Where do you, you really got to get it together. You, you, you think you'd have to have a bigger building to put the building in. Yes. Like, where are you going to put that thing? They're storing it piece by piece in several other buildings. I see. And they're, they're periodically sending a piece back to the rightful owners in the mail once a week. Yeah. Uh, I, I, guess, uh, I guess it just doesn't make too much sense. All right. Well, they did it. They took the building... And now it's their problem. They took a shitty building. Yeah. Congratulations on your new shack. It's complete bullshit. It's bullshit. It doesn't even look like a, it doesn't even have a crapper or a toilet or anything like that. I'm looking inside. It looks like thing. a piece of crap. It's horrible. I wouldn't steal that thing if somebody paid me. It's like if someone stole a 1992 Plymouth Laser. No one wants that car. <laughs> no one wants that car but me. No one's gonna call. Oh, the we cops. haven't talked about that Plymouth Laser for a while. Hey, Cratchit, can you find me? Can you find me a picture of a 1992 Plymouth Laser? I want to look at that. The glory of that thing. Actually, I'm looking him up on Auto Trader. Yeah. <laughs> how much? How much can show. we get? A 1992 Plymouth Laser Four. I wonder if we can pull all our money together. I can drive that. I think we should. Yeah. This is a. Uh, this is this is our future. I need a Plymouth Laser. I've said this many times. This is what I want. This is what I need. <laughs> <It is. laughs> It really is. Uh, a few more stories here. Um, oh, Domino's is rewarding mask wearing with free pizza. You can get free pizza out there, people. You just got to put your mask on and uh, order Domino's pizza. Although I don't know if it's that simple, but we'll find out. Yeah, find out because there is a Domino's in town. And you know what? Fuck it. I might get a free pizza. Times are tough, people. Times are tough. They really are. Times are Take very what they're tough. Giving. Yeah, like, I don't think the Plymouth Laser is that bad. The Plymouth Actually, Laser is a handsome cool. car. Yeah. I got any money. I mean, it's, I mean, if you put like a little red light going across, you know, horizontally back and forth, it would be like Knight Rider. Yeah. I think the, uh, the, 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 the 1990 Plymouth Laser is, is badass. Now, what yeah. Cratchit has on the screen right now, that's not the kind I want. I want like a shitty blue uh, <laughs> Plymouth Laser. He, he found something that has like some kind of like air duct, like there's some kind of blower on it. I don't like that. I, I think got you guys one. Are drastically underestimating the quality of early '90s uh, Chrysler in Plymouth. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. No, they're terrible cars. Let's see here. Uh, why is my my camera out of focus? There we go. Uh, Domino's knows there's plenty of Australians named Karen that aren't well Karens, and it wants to send some free pizza their way. In 2020, Karen is no longer content what is this this is some i just want to know the news story mm-hmm. uh this is consequently 
The name Karen has become synonymous with anyone who is entitled, selfish, or likes to complain. What used to be a lighthearted meme has become quite the insult to anyone actually named Karen. Well, today we're taking the name Karen back. At Domino's, we're all about bringing people together, and we want to celebrate all the great Karens out there by shouting, by shouting them free pizza. Shouting them free pizza? I guess shooting them free pizza should be the right thing to say. Colin said, Domino's is offering 100 Australians named Karen a chance to win free pizza. So unless you move to Shit. Australia and change your name to Karen, Joe, you're not going to get free pizza. I think that's discrimination. It could be, isn't it? That is anti-male, and oh. it is... Um, well, there could be a uh, male's name, Karen. It's not, like, absolute, but there probably could be. Hmm. No free pizza for you, Joe. I'm sorry. Back to ramen noodles and uh, piss for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you eat when you're poor. You can't afford water, so you got to piss in Cat your ramen. Food. and Put that in a Cat microwave. Put it in my own pee. Yes. <laughs> no, I dandelion uh, tea. And dandelion. then I drink my yeah. own piss, and then I'm totally detoxed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's any other like critical news stories we got to get to. We really made a mess of this show. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vermont farmer returns prosthetic leg that skydiver lost during jump. That's kind of finders keepers at that point, isn't it? Like I found a leg, it's mine. You know, mm-hmm. tough shit. You, why'd you jump out of a plane? Yeah, Fox steals a hundred dollars in shoes. Man buys Lamborghini after getting nearly four million in coronavirus loans. Authorities say, "Oh, a little, uh, little fraud." Okay. Complaint alleges Florida man bought luxury goods after receiving PPP loans meant to help small businesses hit by the pandemic. What if his business is just being awesome and he needs a Lamborghini to be awesome? Could be. Yep. Now, Florida man this is who critical. Now, a Florida man who bought luxury goods, including a Lamborghini sport car, sports car after receiving nearly $4 million in loans uh, from the Paycheck Protection Program, has been charged with fraud, federal authorities announced. The PPP payments are meant to help small businesses hit by the coronavirus pandemic. The U.S. Uh, Department of Justice complaint alleged that David Hines applied on behalf of a few companies for about $13.5 million in loans. Use the money he received to shop at luxury stores and resorts in Miami Beach, then lied about how much he got paid uh, to his employees. What a piece of shit. So instead of helping his employees, this guy is just riding around in his fancy Lamborghini saying, I don't have any money. I didn't get that much. You yeah, know, he didn't. Surprised. Yep. He was um, huh? Let's talk about the Fauci thing. Okay, what, what's he done this time? It's uh, it's in the news channel. This dumb bastard. Where where is I, is it at the bottom? Is it at the top? It's at the. It's like one of the second stories. Richard shared today. I can put it back in. Yeah, put it back in. I can't find it. Oh, it's in carrot shop. Yeah. Okay. There we go. No, it was he had it in news, but I'm putting it in carrot shop. Yeah. Now. Uh, headline, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci's baseball card just became one of the best-selling in Topps history. That, that just, to me, sounds like 
I mean, are baseball card collectors a bunch of fucking pussies? Maybe it's an error card. Remember back in like the early 80s, early 90s, our error cards like uh, Billy Ripken on his bat had fuckface. And that was one version of the <laughs> card, and then they blurted out that was another version of the card, and then they, uh, yeah, they had like these accidents and stuff that would have yeah. like all these error cards. Maybe this is an error card. Maybe they really yeah. So Doctor Fauci threw out the first pitch of baseball, and uh, it's a just a big PR stunt. The pitch was terrible. Where did he do this at? Um, it was the Washington Nationals. Oh, stadium. Oh, Jesus Christ. That whole place is a giant pedo command base. It very well could be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this I mean, this is this is where you can see like this is complete propaganda, you know. It they is. bring out all of these relics every time they you know, they need to pump a story. That's why, you know, uh, Bolton and Bush and Cheney Stop and uh, pumping some of these people like uh, Noam Chomsky, they'll come out of the woodwork and just start commenting uh, Bernstein, Woodward and Bernstein guys, like, and they just talk about whatever propaganda they want to spread at that moment. Like it's such bull crap. Like if it's not transparent now uh, at this point, then I don't even know if these people are paying attention. Um, but I think along those lines, uh, again, Texas did have to remove thousands of people off of their confirmed cases for coronavirus. Cretchett uh, has shared uh, another story. Military TRICARE uh, told 600,000 plus people they've had coronavirus. Uh, accidentally implied that more than 600,000, that's half a million people plus, of its beneficiaries had coronavirus when it sent out a recent email requesting blood plasma donations from COVID-19 survivors. So you know, this is the kind of, Bunch of vampires. insanity that's going on. And we're going to destroy the economy, destroy people's livelihoods, destroy anything uh, recognizable as, uh, for a culture and a country that you used to you know, be a part of, just so that we can, again, uh, hoist a fucking pedophile, uh, senile Alzheimer's patient into the White House so that Trump doesn't do whatever it is Trump's doing that's so what if, bad. What if, what if Fauci did all this, the, the whole thing, just so he could have his own baseball card? <laughs> he made up everything. He over, he like, yeah, COVID's real, but he, he blew it out of proportion, became the center of attention just so he could have his own baseball card. What a maniacal card. What an asshole. I'm pretty sure you get your own baseball card at the uh, at the county fair for like ten bucks. But this is tops. This is official. Like this guy, this is like uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci's tops now card set an all time high print run. Not only did he want his own baseball card, he wanted it to be the best selling one. This guy is an all star. Well, they didn't say best selling. They said they said top selling, which oh, says top to me. Selling. If they if they made a hundred of them and they all sold out, then oh look at that top selling of all You're time right. sort of yeah, thing. 100%. That's wiggle room, uh, wiggle words right there. That's right, Gretchen. I would like to think what that the, no, the smart move is if he himself bought them all up and now uses them as his business card. I would say that like so, the, clocking in at fifty one thousand cards as a PR move to get some good press. This guy, you know, he's probably got some money. How much is really one card going for? You buy them all up to create artificial demand, you know? Yep. I could see that happening. 
You buy up all your own cards and you give them, <laughs> you give them out as like stupid Christmas cards and Christmas you gifts. Think, you think it's like Beanie Babies? He's trying to yeah. get a run on them. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's, he's trying to the market. He's yeah. He's he's fucking with the baseball card market, Joe. This I like uh, yeah. So, uh, so you're showing the picture of Fauci in the stands, not yeah. social distancing and not wearing his mask. No, because it's important to wear the mask on the mound when there's nobody in uh, you know uh, in proximity to you. Ooh, but when you're sitting face. next to people, oh yeah, put your uh, keep your mask off. And now, he every, said he got asked about this, and he said, "Well, I, I was thirsty, so I had to drink some water." He's not Did drinking you see any a water cup in his hand. There's nothing in his hand. Well, it, apparently he was so thirsty that his wife had to take her mask off, too. Oh, yeah. Excuse um, me. Every photo I've seen of this guy at this event, he's either not wearing his mask or he's dick-nosing his mask. So yeah. it's it's a little strange to <laughs> see that that's, that's the way he's he's pulling it. But fuck, whatever. Fuck Anthony Fauci. Fuck that's Bill Gates. Fuck China. Fuck all these people. Fuck them. Sick of this shit. It's, it's crazy. Fuck Portland. Fuck Seattle. Fuck, 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 fuck. Really? That's what you're saying right now? <laughs> Fuck Domino's Pizza. Jesus Fuck Christ. Karen. Really, this is a family show. <laughs> kind of really devolved. You know, not really a family show anymore. We're still trying to be, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, family show. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the weird stuff about Alex Jones. He'll say, it's a family show. and then, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, family show. What is your problem? He just goes crazy, you know. I like that one that you just played, the <laughs> family, because he sounds so psychotic. It's probably one of my I'm favorite. sorry, family show. We're all yeah. getting killed here. <laughs> yeah. Really, this is a family show. Yeah. And grab your ass with both hands, because they're coming for you. <laughs> really, this is a family show. Yeah. He teeters on whether it's a family show or he wants to scream and yell at you, you know? What yeah. is my problem? In Oxygen, I would say... Uh, Kudos, yeah, for sure to Cretchen because he was able to find the fuck face. The Billy that. Ripken fuck face. Well, I'm surprised I pulled that out of my ass. I don't know how I remember that, but I did. Oh man, this is really freaking me out. Billy Ripken did. Uh, brother of Cal Ripken, one of the greatest short stopsmen uh, that the game has ever seen. I was a big yeah. Cal Ripken fan growing up. And and how do you do the photography for that? You crop the picture, you do the color correction and everything else, and you're just like... You missed the fuck face? Yeah, I didn't see the fuck face. I just totally overlooked the fuck face. He did have something else on his bat before. Penis man. He had penis man on his bat before. <laughs> he put fuck face in because it was less offensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> penis man. You don't want to misgender a penis woman. No. Penis man. They should have that. Penis man. If I ever buy a baseball bat, I'm putting that right on there, just in honor of Billy Ripken. Right. Yeah. You know, I used to have, oh, I think I still do have a mitt, and uh, I used to have a baseball bat. I used to keep it in my truck. Well, let's play, because... uh, let's, let's play catch over Zoom next show. Let's what? Play catch over Zoom. You know, okay. Throw the ball and give it, give it a shot and see, see if we can do it AR. But I used to, you know, they don't. I don't know what it is about Ohio, but Ohio had a ton of those uh, those those places you'd go for for just batting. What are they? Oh, called? batting cages. Yeah, like a batting cage. Georgia, I couldn't find one. There was one that was like thirty minutes north of the city, and then Austin. Uh, I don't know that. I mean, there's probably one around, but I wouldn't know where it is. But I remember in Columbus. They were batting cages kind of all over the place, and Cleveland, yeah. too. 
Uh, I don't know if they're open anymore, but uh, I like we used to have cages. some. They're fun. Now, it's been a while. I should go. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's like gun ranges. It's like you just get an excuse to either, like with a gun, it's just like I get to shoot a bunch of crap. Or you go to the batting cage and it's just like I just get to beat a ball across the place. Yeah, it's you know? fun. It, it is fun. fun. Come on. Man. That's why I kept a bat in the car. One, because you never know if somebody's gonna come up on you. And then two, uh, if you want to stop by a batting cage, you're always ready to rock. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. We'll do one or two more stories. I, I like this uh last one on the on the list in the news channel, which is uh Amazon driver allegedly defecates in women's back. All right. I, I wanna yeah, I wanna want and this is what I need. This is what oh, I want. There's a video for this. There's a video for oh, this. Oh look at that. All right. You got this a picture at least. This is what I need. This is see now this like if that were Bigfoot, I would be a believer. This is a good I picture. I totally believe this guy took a shit right They there. could capture a picture of a guy taking a crap in someone's lawn, but they can't get a picture of Japanese Bigfoot? <laughs> this is what we're looking at right now, people, on screen. For anybody listening at home, there is a, a suspected Amazon delivery driver. It looks like he's taking a crap or a dump on in the middle of the woods. But I'll read the story and figure out exactly where he did this horrific act at. You shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, if you got to go. Well, this Amazon, uh, an Amazon delivery driver was removed from his duties after it was alleged that he had poo in North Nottinghamshire's woman backyard garden. Sharon Smith of Nothall was cooking in her kitchen when she saw a van pull outside her home and a man ran into her garden. Shit! The NHS counselor suspected he could be stealing wood from her property, so she followed him, but claimed she caught him defecating among the trees in her property. The 53-year-old confronted the man and asked him to leave before calling the police. Did she confront him while he was taking his shit or after? I want to know that. What the fuck? (laughs) She said the man turned out to be an Amazon driver who went to on to deliver a parcel uh, to one of her neighbors. He didn't even wash his hands. Oh, my God. Your problem, filth? Yeah, what are you going to do, man? Look, so I'm a runner, and yeah. I, I, I've been doing this lately. I run with a Ziploc bag yeah. with a mask, one, because... Is that you your shit to get bag? The, no, I... No, I... It could be. Oh. But I, it's not. I, it's got like American flag bandana, so that if I have to get into an Uber because I don't know I sprained my ankle or some shit, I can get into a car and go back home. But yeah. then I've got a good, you know, bit of toilet paper in there because you never know. You never know. I, I mean, you drink your coffee in the morning and hope it's all over. But sometimes you just you can't predict it. Well, I, like, I have oh, man. heard stories of, of, of runners who run long distances, and sometimes they don't stop. They just let it all go. You know, they, they will know. just yeah, crap all over yeah. themselves. What they do. I, I, I look, that's the thing about running is that you're all covered in sweat and shit and shit mold and whatever. And so it's it's like, just, it's just, just hose me down. It's a disgusting thing to do, what you people do. Yes. I know. We're running around crapping everywhere, making duties on pe- in people's yards. 
It was claimed that the driver said he did not realize the grounds were part of a private garden. He didn't care. If you got to take a shit, you don't care where it is. If it's that bad that you run yeah. out of a truck and take a crap in the woods, you don't care oh who it belongs God. to. A shit in fucking grandma's face. Yeah, if you got to go, you got to go. What is this shit? <laughs> uh, she added, I cannot express how shocked I was. I could not believe what I was seeing in this day and age. When I pulled up and ran to the garden, I thought he was a builder stealing wood or something, so I chased after him. I asked him, what the heck was he doing? And he just remained pooing whilst I asked him what my, while, while asking me what my problem was. He messed with the wrong woman. I'm a blue belt in Taekwondo, and the anger and rage he saw was enough to put the fear in God in him. Yeah, right. Fuck him. <laughs> I made it clear. I was calling the police, and if he moved, he'd regret it. He emerged from the bush quite aggressively, but I was angrier than him, so I kept up with him till my husband and then the police arrived. He actually delivered the parcel to someone uh, on the street um, on my street afterwards, so he could have left traces of the excrement on it. So she was fully acknowledging that there could have been crap on his hands on the package delivered to her neighbor. I wonder if she warned uh, the neighbor. Yeah, that's. He goes on to say to finish to openly take a poo. That's just not done. This, that's not the done thing. That's what she said. That's just not the done thing. I even asked him. I don't know. It seems like the done thing. It done. He done did it. <laughs> I even asked him, well, screamed to him, if he thought if it was acceptable and he just he just said he needed to go. Exactly. People don't care. If you got to take a crap or a piss or a dump, you don't care. You just got to <laughs> go. Was, I saw a woman who's like holding her butt and she's like starting to yes. squirt. <laughs> Some woman is like recording her with her cell phone and she's like laughing it up and she's so mad. God, I wish I could find this video because it was hilarious. She's it's literally running to the house and then she kind of stops and shoves her fucking hand up her ass and all this shit comes out. It happens. And the woman who's recording is like laughing and she's so fucking mad about it. Is, is, that, is that much you can do about that? Okay. I got to say that this article is very well written in research. They did interviews. They got yeah. uh, they got pictures. This is better done than a lot yeah, of the like mainstream. The Russia collusion shit. Yeah, it's this way like better. The they more actually research. talked to people what, what, what happened with this situation. This is more well researched. Had this uh, journalist been on the scene for the whole Nicholas Sandman Catholic kid MAGA thing, right, I right. think that, that thing could have been put the rest right away yeah if they actually put boots on the ground if nicholas sandman was taking his shit they would have sent out journalists to get the whole story uncovered uh-huh. but no he wasn't he wasn't taking a shit <laughs> if you want to get noticed people take a shit in someone's yard people will notice you yeah they'll send out reporters they'll do crazy All right, let's, stories uh there. so i you know Cratchit shared a couple good ones that i think are interesting and i don't want to derail it into too serious of a territory but he has this clip of Trump and QAnon. He's addressing QAnon. This is Trump from is today. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I yeah, go I'm, to Carrot Shop. I'm curious. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. It's right before below you, Bill before Gates. Before you play being it, a I, fucking I, dick. Still, fuck well, Bill before, Gates. Before you play the Trump clip, I just want to preface: it's a very Trump answer. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, which one is it? Where is it? Where do I find it at? 
It's in Kershaw. Well, I know it's oh, it's in Kershaw. I see. I'm, I was in news. Okay. Uh, okay. So this is Trump and Q Anon reply. Okay. All right. Let's see what uh, let's see what Trump has to say. I think this might be the first time he's actually directly. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, say anything about this? Okay. I want to thank you all for being here, and we'll take some uh, questions. Yeah, please. Um, during the pandemic, uh, the QAnon we'll movement has been QAnon appears to be gaining a lot of followers. Can you talk about what you think about that and what you have to say to people who are following this movement right now? Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much, uh, which I appreciate. But I don't know much about the movement. Uh, I have heard that it is gaining in popularity and from what i've hear it's these are people that when they watch the streets of portland when they watch what happened in new york city in just the last six or seven months but this was starting even four years ago when i came here almost four years can you believe it uh these are people that don't like seeing what's going on in places like portland and places like chicago and new york and other cities and states and uh I've heard these are people that love our country and they just don't like seeing it. So I don't know really anything about it other than they do supposedly like me and they also would like to see problems in these areas, like especially the areas that we're talking about, go away because there's no reason the Democrats can't run a city. And if they can't, we will send in all of the federal whether it's troops or law enforcement, whatever they'd like, we'll send them in, we'll straighten out their problem in 24 hours or less, okay? Well, at the crux of the theory is this belief that you are secretly saving the world from this satanic cult of pedophiles and cannibals. Does that sound oh. like something you are behind? <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't heard that, but... Uh, I would like is to. Is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? <laughs> you know, if, uh, if I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to put myself out there. And we are, actually. We're saving the world from a radical left philosophy that will destroy this country. And when this country is gone, the rest of the world would follow. The rest of the world would follow. That's the importance of this country. And when you look at some of the things that these people are saying with uh, defund the police and no borders, open borders, everybody just pour right into our country. No testing, no nothing. You know, you talk about testing, <coughs> no testing. Uh, Mexico, as you know, has a very high rate of infection. The wall is now going to be next week 300 miles long. Uh, our numbers are extraordinary. This is a very Trump answer. It is. And, that, and this is through luck, perhaps, more than talent, kind of although the talent... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't... I, I find it hard to believe he doesn't know more about it. Yeah. But maybe he's uh, completely oblivious to it. Uh, he... I, I, I don't know much about what all the Q people talk about on a day-to-day basis. I don't know if they talk... That's the plan. Yeah, I know they, they say trust the plans and, and, and trust sessions, whatever that means. That worked out great, didn't it, guys? Um, yeah, right. But I, I, the, were, they were saying that, weren't they? Trust sessions? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And we, sessions. We, he's, gonna, he's playing the long game. Remember, we, ta- we talked to um, 
one of the Q guys on the show about Jeff Sessions, yeah. and we asked him directly. Uh, I think you were more on board than I was. What for what? The Q thing. No, well, I'm, I'm, I've always said I want to believe, but I at the same time I, th- I think it very well could be a, a Mirage Man situation. It's just an influence yeah. campaign on the other side of stuff. Yeah. There's leftist camp- influence campaigns. There's there's right leaning influence campaigns. You know, I, I, I read everything. And just because uh, Q talks about certain things doesn't mean that they're immediately discredited. It's a, it's a, a, Any a, minute, man. A classic, Any minute, the whole thing. They're going to blow all the cover on all these guys. We're all going to be uh, bathing in truth. It would be Any it minute. would be great if it was true. But, you know, history doesn't really show that's a likely scenario. History shows that uh, groups of people will be misled with misinformation. That's what, it, and you put your eggs in one basket, boom, it's just going to collapse. Well, and here's the thing, like, here's, here's the thing about the Q thing. What a distraction. But, uh, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg, really. Like, they, they, they have that one meme where they show sort of the tip of the iceberg at the top of the water, and then underneath it is, like, everything else. And that is kind of what the, the issue is, where it's like, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and all this stuff. Like these things are the real know, they're problems. Pretty serious. Yeah, like, real if you problems. Think about what they're what they're doing. Like this is actual. This is like really bad. Like I, you know, and the fact that Bill Gates is flying around with the guy is is pretty bad too. But at the same time, it's like this is just this is just that tip, man. What is this about? Like who is? Who are all these powerful people? There was that image that came out with Bill Clinton getting the massage from yeah. that one chick. Yeah. You know, that just came out recently. There's all this information that keeps coming out, and it's almost like, eh. You know, no, no one gives a darn about it. Somebody said something racist on the internet. Yeah, no one gives a darn about it. I know. I think uh, when it comes to, like, the, if, 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 you know, Q is like a belief. You have to have a certain amount of faith in it. And what people do with that belief, if they take action upon it, that can be good or bad. It really depends on on what that action is. If, if it happens to bring awareness to uh, human trafficking uh, and more people care about it because of a, 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 f- a form of faith, then so be it. You know, if pe- more people are concerned about uh, powerful rich people abusing the, the underclass uh, and uh, using them for however they want, then, and if Q helps bring awareness to that, so be it. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was Trump's point. Yeah. I, well, I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of good Christians and there are a lot of bad Christians. Some people right. you know, who warp the Christian <laughs> I faith. I went to church, know? a dollar tip yeah. on a lunch for five fucking broads. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And <sighs> you know what? I ate all of my meal and I put a hair from my own head in the dinner or in the, in the lunch. And then I said I found a hair in it, and I asked for my money back. Because that's what they fucking do. I used to work in restaurants. This is the shit people do. And then, like, it was always on Sunday with these Christians. Bunch of fucking assholes. Sorry, I don't mean all Christians, but there were a lot of people who were like, I went to church, fuck everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, it depends. Like, I don't, I, I can't, I can't cast all people just because they believe a faith as one thing. There are really fervent 
uh, crazy religious zealots. And you get that with every faith. You get that within the UFO community. You get that within Missing 411. If we joke or don't believe one theory of Missing 411, you see all the comments we get on that, Joe. There are zealots within every community. It's simply by us <laughs> talking. Hate you don't want to take... It's so serious. Simply by us talking about Q, we'll get comments saying, how dare you talk about Q? You are Q believers when I just said the complete opposite. And then, or, and I'll, then we'll get Q people like, how, how can you not believe you're a complete moron? Dude, I saw, there was a guy, there was a guy in town today shouting out religious shit. I haven't seen this stuff in a long time. next time. And Austin is not the town for this. But he was downtown talking about how you're all going to be smited by God and all this other stuff. And it's like, you know what? Do you think anybody came into town to to hear you say this? They came into town for a taco, yeah, or to pick up a prescription or some shit. You know, get fucked, you dumb bastard. I go to town. Whose mind are you changing? Go to town, you know, pick up some antibiotics and listen about my rapture possibilities. Yeah, what's the rapture news? You got any news for us in the rapture? No. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Still the same whole thing. I mean, honestly, just take me already. Fucking rapture this fucking shit. I don't give a goddamn. It's not like I have a job. I don't got to be anywhere. Rapture me. Maybe yeah. there's something fun in heaven. Yeah, I don't just know. Rapture me for about like a Jack about- off on some fresh graves until you rapture me. Rapture him for like about a year or two and then bring him back. Is that possible? Can I get like a limited rapture? Yeah. A limited <laughs> a time temporary rapture. Temporary rapture. Yeah. Like order now and get a limited time rapture. We'll bring you back in one piece, and all this shit will be over with. Uh, the genius behind Japan's new transparent public toilet. Transparent public toilet, people. This is what I'm talking about. This is what we want. This is what we need. This is what I want. This is what I need. Most people are apprehensive about using public restrooms as it is, so making them completely transparent would just boost their anxiety, right? Well, apparently the exact opposite is true. Japanese public toilets uh, generally have a higher standard of hygiene than other public restrooms around the world. I distinctly remember posting about, uh, so this is like a blog account, this, uh, posting about one uh, a Tokyo social club uh, had, whose members uh, gather every Sunday morning to voluntarily clean public toilets around Japan's capital. But even in this country, some people dread the thought of having to walk into a dark, smelly, dirty, possibly unsafe facility to do their business. But what if you could see how clean and safe the facility was before walking in? Hence, the transparent public toilet. What do you think about this? Would you take a dump or crap in a public toilet? Does it not? It doesn't smoke up the the walls or anything. I don't think so. The hell is that shit? No, uh, I don't know if I would do that. Earlier this year, nonprofit and uh, the the nonprofit Nipton organization. With yeah, sometimes I mean, it's, sometimes it's a very violent. Do you want to watch? You want to have people crowd around your no. transparent toilet? Yeah, cheering you on. <laughs> a round of applause as you do stuff, as you walk in there. I don't think you need that. You don't need the. Yeah. Hey, you, nice work, dude. Yeah, way to go. You really shit well, didn't you? Yeah. I hate to be tough. <laughs> you don't need that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I, I pictures up on the screen. But, it, okay, so when you do walk in, it does look like the the walls, the transparent, the transparent walls do go smoky, you know? 
Okay. It looks like, so when you're in there and you're taking a crap or you're taking a dump, it can go smoky. But what if you're an exhibitionist? What if you don't want to turn those walls, you know, dark so people can just look in while you're taking a crap? That seems like, I'll, I'll play a video on screen of this guy in uh, one of these transparent toilets. He walks in there and it's right by like a, a kid's play, uh, a play area, a playground. I don't know. You can still look through here. I don't know. This is like a good idea. Because if you put one of these in New York City, the insides of those walls are going to be covered in shit. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's going to be crap all over the place. I know, like, the Japanese culture has a different amount of social respect for each other than here in America. We crap on sinks. We piss on sinks. You walk in there... You walk into like a, a public toilet area, there's crap and piss everywhere. I've seen rest stops all across this country. It's so, Mike, we have an excellent comment in the YouTube chat uh, from Jolly Roger, Dodge, Jolly Roger Dodger who suggests using your feces to smear on the walls to ensure that no one can see what you're doing in there. I can see. So you, you make your own blinds with your own right. shit. Okay. Well, that's very innovative. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while and probably some partnership with several other people, but yeah. eventually... That will be a private restroom. Joe, I'm going to need to shit in my hands so I can cover that on this wall. <laughs> my shit I'll use on the rear wall. Cretchy, you take the front wall. We'll be able to cover this whole thing down so no one can look in. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll just live in there. Deal. Yeah, we're going to live in the, the, the glass shit house. Yeah, and then people just constantly think it's occupied. But no, we're just mm-hmm. three dudes. Don't po- come in here. We're podcasting. Get out. <laughs> it's our new podcast studio. Broadcasting from the toilet, please. It's <laughs> shits up for your protection. Use it like a toilet. <laughs> We're trying to use it like a toilet. I there there are two times in my life where I've gone into restrooms where somebody had used their hand to smear shit all over the wall. I've seen that. I, at, at the second time I saw it, I was like. Somebody's sending me some kind of a sign. You know what, what I mean? Is this it, shit? That it was in uh it was in the, the buildings in which I worked. And so I was at an agency in Atlanta uh the first time I saw it, and I was like, holy cow. And they even put up a sign because it was happening so much. Like I guess the custodial staff or something put up a sign it was like, whoever's smearing shit on the walls, we have cameras and we will find you and blah blah blah. So that it was happening enough to where they put up like printouts on the on the door. Very concerning. And then it happened again. I I had to take a, a leak as I was coming into my other job at a different uh, building, and uh, they were looking at me like, "Did you smear all this shit all over the wall?" I was like, "No, no I just what the fuck's your problem?" <laughs> I just had to go pee. I came in here and the shit was there before I you got piece here. Of shit? Some apparently some people enjoy doing this. I think they get kicks out of it. Like they're getting one. It's almost like a graffiti thing, but you're you're causing someone else dismay. It's almost like troll shitting. That's what you're doing. You're, you're troll shitting. <laughs> yeah. Shit. The goblin. The goblin. Goblin shitting. You're goblin yeah. shitting people. The I people who, who actually take a shit on the toilet seat. That's goblin shitting. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I can't abide by that. This is crazy. Like something that like babies that are probably going to have mental problems when they get older 
do is they like pull their turds out of their diaper and start fucking around with them. I <laughs> bet Bill think. Gates shits on toilets. He doesn't shit in them. <laughs> that guy looks like he walks into a restaurant and he's just pissing on the walls. He's shitting on sinks. He doesn't care. Oh, oh, he probably just has like a bucket of turds. He walks around. Yeah. With. He's carry, he carries around his own turd bucket and just smears it all over the walls of Microsoft. Hey, this is mine. It's like an ownership thing. Like, this is mine, like a dog yeah. peeing on a tree. Yeah. That's what they do. They're sick. Bill Gates is sick. He, he, he likes to play with his own turds. Spreading his own feces around like you some kind of animal. first, people. <laughs> a bucket of turds. Yeah. It's another punk rock band. A bucket of turds. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god I guess oh my god. I guess we can have a meme someone had asked Bill Gates at his next uh, interview was like, Bill Gates where's your shit bucket we heard that you carry around a bucket full of your own shit so you can smear it everywhere you go is that true why are you yeah. dodging these questions yeah. Dr. Gates Dr. Gates Dr. Gates yeah keep, call him Dr. Gates keep calling him Dr. Gates so he has to admit yeah. publicly I am not a doctor yeah you have to people have to call him Dr. Bill Gates so he has to say no 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 I am not a doctor I was like oh and then you say well then why the fuck are you talking yeah. shut up go pick your shit bucket outside <laughs> just shit bucket out of here you dumb bitch Jeez. Christ, Bill. go fuck that man of a wife of yours <laughs> If you want to join the Slack or Discord, give us an email at ourbigdumbmouth at gmail.com. Check out obdmpod.com for all the social media and donation links. Be a part of the magic.